I'm a fish boy who skates for Team X Blades with a leprechaun Who plays basketball, come to my smart house Meet my alien sister, don't come hungry Because I'll bet my mom can't Everyone and welcome to Mom Can't Cook, a decom podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andy Farrant, and I am from a long lineage of podcasters who every 90 years must review Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. And now I must begin my training. Uh, and I'm your other host, Luke Westaway, and I'm thinking that as a recurring sort of thing to have to deal with, mm-hmm. that's not too bad because 90 years ago, Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior wasn't out wasn't made so no there was like a sort of there was like a black and white newsreel of it your but your previous incarnation must have had a a reasonably straightforward time yeah it was only like two minutes long and it was sort of yeah flickery and nothing really happened i wouldn't really call that your past self's destiny more just like a thing they had to get out the way one like before work one morning yeah and podcast didn't exist so they just sort of stood on a box in speaker's corner in hyde park and just shouted it well i suppose destiny is appeased that was roughly right but now now, Muggins now. here. Yeah, you, I mean, I've got to re- recap a ninety-minute movie. I don't envy this incarnation of Andy. You, yeah, you're well, you're effed. like you're like the monk who's been sent to help me. Yes, I am. Yes, well, yeah. I I reincarnate. Obviously, I die every time. <laughs> you do painfully. Yeah. I, yeah, I painfully die every time. It's and my destiny. Remember. It's my destiny to die painfully every time you review Wendy Wu. <laughs> and you know what? In a very real sense, I think that's what's going to happen to me today. <laughs> it's kind of death of the soul. Yeah, I'm going to die painfully. In some ways, yeah. Yeah. Does a death have to be the cessation of bodily function? Could it no, not be something a kind more of, spiritual? Yeah, there's a kind of total death that you yes. can experience in yes. which the body continues to live. In many ways, it's worse. Yes, it's than worse. the other kind. Yeah, it's worse. So that's what's that's what's waiting for me in the next under two hours because we are oh, gonna, under two a, hours. Andy, it's a bold claim. Say it with me. Under two hours, we can do this. I, I don't know if Wendy Wu can defeat evil. On homecoming night, you and I can certainly summon up a, a smidgen of that same courage. I don't to know. Do this in under two hours. I've been thinking about this movie all week. It's fascinating know, to me. I know. Like, should I just do a little word count on my notes? Yeah. Wow. I think that's what's g- the word count? Uh, five thousand two hundred thirty-five. Yeah, five thousand nine hundred thirty-four. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I've written 6,000 words about Wendy Wu. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, it used to be my job to write to a word count, and I'm just doing the mental maths. I think this is I think this is genuinely two weeks worth of paid writing. I mean, don't get me wrong, what, my notes are unpublishable. So, yeah, so, so, you know, it's not quite the same thing. Um, okay, okay, Wendy Wu. Let's, good writing, let's yeah. hear the promo, let's hear the promo. Fine, fine, fine. Wendy Wu has everything, except for a passing grade in history. That is so lame. Now she's taking on the ultimate test, saving the world. Evil is here. Ooh, scary. Can this princess become a kung fu queen? This could be fun. It's time to show everyone what the Wu can do. Now it's my turn. The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody's Brenda Song stars here. The Disney Channel original movie, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Tonight at 8, 7 central on Disney Channel. Okay, Andy, anything you need to get off your chest before we high kick our way into Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior? Yeah, okay, all right. So I think this film 
This film is really interesting to me because it's, I mean, it came out in 2006. Yeah. It's, I think, an, an important bit of representation for the AAPI community in that it has an Asian lead actress in Brenda Song, a large yes. majority of the cast right. are Asian actors. So, you know, and on the Disney Channel, I think, you know, I can think of a few DCOMs. Um, I can't think of many DCOMs with non-white leads. No. There are a few. We haven't seen every single DCOM that no. they ever did make. But, um, that's true. But, 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 I mean, you shouldn't have to see every DCOM that's been made yeah, to get exactly. You should have to see, like, you? two or three DCOMs, yeah. and hopefully you wouldn't see a, a, yeah, exactly. another white lead. You know, yeah. it's so I think it's, it's you know, it's an important movie in terms of representation for that on the disney channel particularly i think a lot of uh people from aapi backgrounds weren't seeing themselves represented at this time so you know it's good in that way but also it's relies so heavily on just very tired stereotypes of chinese people yes but also it it's got quite there's a theme in it that's trying to come out which i think is quite interesting yeah which is the theme of first generation immigrants rejecting their culture and history because they want to blend in as quickly and effortlessly as possible they don't yeah. want to be othered through their culture and then the second generation of immigrants sort of trying to reclaim that heritage and creating a kind of mixed culture of their new country and their old country. And I think through Wendy's parents, they try and like introduce this theme, but they're doing it through like waifu kung, kung fu. And, like, yeah, yeah. Which is again, like a sometimes harmful stereotype. Yeah. It's a, it's a complicated one. Um, the, the bit that you're talking about, the idea of uh, like this family um, reconnecting with their Chinese heritage yeah. uh, was a bit of a sticking point for me as well. And we can talk about this more maybe if, if, yeah, when, we if we, to, when we get to it. But I think the there's I can't really see anything wrong in 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 theory with this with this message, which is that hey, because you've moved to another country doesn't mean you have to forsake your you know the, the culture where your parents came from or whatever like yeah. you don't you don't have to forsake that you can you can honor those traditions wherever you are i can't see anything wrong with that message but there's yeah. something about the disney channel telling me that that's what should happen that feels in some very hard to define way kind of kind of icky yeah because it's because it's disney and it's and it's like why did wendy wu's parents not feel like they could like honor Chinese traditions, why did they not feel like they could act or b behave in a typically Chinese yeah. way? Probably because of something Disney was up to. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, so, and also, yeah. also, this the film is just like has people say, "Man, we should really honor our Chinese cultural traditions," and then just not doing that. So it's yeah. like, okay, yes. you've paid lip service to it, but not actually follow through on it. The other, the other thing that's odd to me is that I mean, I suppose. This movie is is a product of its time in that when I watch this movie, I can practically hear Disney executives patting themselves on the back for making this yeah. movie. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. They, this, I'm sure that when this was made, this would have been held up as, a, hey, look what a good thing we did. Yeah. Look what Check representation we did. Mm -hmm. And for the time, perhaps, you know, it, it was a, a sort of standout thing. But yeah, it is odd watching it some, you know, years later. 
it's, yeah, it's so I just wanted to get that off off my chest. We'll get into it a bit later as well, probably. But yeah. um, it is yeah. it is odd, like the um, the distance between what they claim to be trying to do and what they actually is in the film. Yeah, one of the writers is of Chinese descent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked up the writers because I was like, "Is was this yeah, was this yeah. an entirely white <laughs> yeah. writing team yeah. doing this?" And it yeah. t- it seems it wasn't. But um, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder how much sort of interference Disney had in this process. I don't know. I mean, we know that Disney interferes in general with the decoms. Yeah. Um, with so the interfering stick. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, how they okay. do it. He's got just a big long stick. Yeah, yeah. Comes just, in through the window and starts pushing the pages big, around. Big stick with a Mickey Mouse glove on the end. <laughs> with a glove on the end, yeah. He'll just sort of push your glasses off your face or... <laughs> Knock over your water. <laughs> and then when you go out of the room to get a towel, they run in and write in a load of Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. Like, Where did all this Kung yeah. Fu come from? The the other thing, and, and I absolutely accept, Andy, what you everything that you've just said, and I feel exactly the same way. The only th- other, other thing that I want to mention beforehand... We, before we start, though, is that I think the fight choreography in this oh, is my very God. Kicks, good. Kicks ass. Yeah. It's very, very good. I was yeah. so ready for like, okay, let's see a decom version of, of a kung fu Crouching film. Tiger, but, but it's 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 Whips really ass. good. It, yeah, it's amazing. The effort that must have gone into the choreography is huge. Brenda Song is doing loads of the stunts herself. Yeah, I I, I want to. Having said all that stuff, I said. I also enjoy this movie a lot. Yes. Because there's a lot to like about it. Yeah, there is a lot so, to like. So, yeah, that's why I've been thinking Especially about Especially these brilliant fight scenes. Yeah, that's yeah. why I've been thinking about this film all week. It's like, it's just fascinating to me how it came to be. Yes, yes. It is a complicated cultural artifact. Mm. Um, okay. So, let's, ki- let's kick it off. Yeah. Um, it starts off with... A font that you probably wouldn't use anymore. <laughs> it starts off with an offensive font. Yeah. So not a great not a great start. Yeah. Um we, we see a we see a map of Asia zooming in. Um yeah. and we see in a martial, encyclopedia map. Yeah, we see a, a martial arts temple. It's not clear what time this is supposed to be. I kind of thought maybe this was supposed to be a thousand years ago, but I'm yeah. but it is supposed to be present day China. Well these are yeah, these are Shaolin monks who like train in isolation so they kind of yeah. exist outside of time they're yes. not convenient uh, <laughs> they don't have the trappings of the modern world yeah so that you can do some sort of fun fish out of water comedy later on yeah uh so there is a, a temple in front of the temple there's a a pond with a stone island in the middle it has monks yeah. stood on it and suddenly another monk flips into the center awesomely and starts fighting them all at once he's effortlessly yeah there's one one monk with hair yeah. He's the he's the one who's kicking everyone's ass. He's kicking everyone's ass. It, this is clearly a training uh, regimen, and it is yeah. clearly an exercise for a very gifted pupil. Yeah, this monk then he throws a dart at some guy who's not even in the fight. He's just drinking tea <laughs> yeah. in the just corner. As, just as a flex to say, not only could I kill all my attackers, I could also kill any bystander I <laughs> yeah. wanted. Well, the guy raises the tea to his mouth, and it's only because he does that that he isn't impaled through the throat <laughs> by this dart. Bam! And then this this monk who's fighting, he yeah. he like he grabs the other guy's arm and starts like twisting it and spinning him around. He's like humiliating his opponent. So he's he's being portrayed as a kind of brash, cocky monk, which is absolutely not how this character acts throughout the entire rest of this film. Well, I mean, you know, I imagine he's a gentleman when he's not battling, but when it comes to fighting, yeah, nothing's off the table. He will gouge. He will hit below the belt. He will bite. 
He will spit. <laughs> he will throw sand. Maybe as a treat, like every weekend, he gets like some level one scrubs that he can just wail yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to play the N64 game Perfect Duck in multiplayer by myself, and okay. I would turn on eight AI opponents and set them to the mm. easiest difficulty. Troubling. And you could just. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, as a, oh, this is troubling, isn't it? <laughs> Not sure Wait, I should be hearing this. <laughs> well, well, hang on. There's still time to pull it back because I haven't ended the anecdote. Oh, yeah. End the story. And so, having generated all of these meat sims, they were called, I would help them go about their day and interact with them peacefully. The end. Cool. That's very, very kind of you. Yeah. Nice. That's just the kind of child I was. Kind of nice. You hear that, listeners? Leaps nice. And I had friends to play with. <laughs> I had so many. You know, if anything, I played I played Perfect Dark on the N64 to just try and get some downtime away from all my friends. Take that, Mrs. Berriman. Give me a D in geography, will you? Blam, 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 blam. blam, blam. No, help, 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 help. <laughs> Firing helpfulness bullets. <laughs> So, a more senior monk arrives, and he yeah. delivers the brutal news. Brutal. Shen, he says, for such as... Shen is the name of the kick-ass monk yeah. who's kicking ass. He says, the evil Yan Lo has awakened and is on his way. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, are you committed enough to take on this task? Yeah. I, I am, says Shen. And they're yeah. like, oh, cool. Nice. Good. Good. Sweet. We, just, we have to ask legally. We <laughs> <Yeah>. have <laughs> to tick the box that says I will <laughs> die in a fight with Yan Lo. Tick. Uh, so Shen is gifted a box of uh, ornately carved items. It's a sort of beautiful black box. And inside there's a metal snake, leopard, tiger, and crane. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shen asks the question, where is she? Yeah. And he receives the answer, in the West, in Fair Springs, California. Yeah. Shen says, I will not let you down. And the uh, more senior monk says, it may not be you who lets us down, and gestures to a scroll on which is some fan art of Brenda's song. (laughs) It looks like one of those Instagram (laughs) filters where you can make it look like a pencil drawing. It looks like this monk has sort of been down to the Santa Monica Pier and (laughs) and said like, hey. Said, no, 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 not of me. Yeah, caricaturist. It's a kind of um, uh, spray art kind of aesthetic, isn't it? It's the same aesthetic as our... Why did they give up their hands dolphin merch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks but like airbrush. Yeah, airbrush. On, a, on the it. side of a van. Yeah, but it's... Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, if you went to a fun fair and there was a Brenda's song... <laughs> Brenda's song, right. <laughs> this, is, this is what would be sort of spray-painted. The Brenda coaster. <laughs> the Brenda coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Okay, so that is... It's like an off-brand Tom Cruise from Top Gun yeah. on the side as well. Brenda all, Song's there. All the way through this this movie is going to use these extremely large scrolls. Mm-hmm. And they're, every single time, supposed to have some kind of sketch on them. But they are never actually sketched. They're always printed by a computer. And it's just like they've run a photo through Photoshop to make it look a bit sketched. Yeah. So every time it's weird and distracting. <laughs> and this is the first one because it's just a big picture of Brenda Song on a scroll. And they're like... yeah. How about this? Is this an object of, of yeah. use? Go to the West and find this person. And he's like, nice, we'll he's do. Like, yeah, no problem. You, <laughs> no, you, I have not you, an issue. You gave me all the clues. Yeah. And then presumably flies off into the sky like in Crouching Tiger. <laughs> yeah. We cut to a high school class and we meet Wendy Wu. Uh, she's daydreaming, though. Um, she's asked to identify a mountain range in northern China, but she can't. But luckily she's saved by the bell. 
Yeah. Could this class be any more boring? Her friend asks in earshot of the teacher. <laughs> I, I know, the teacher right? needs to hear this. Yeah. I feel like drawing eyes on my eyelids so I can take a nap. Ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. Yells, yells Wendy Wu in, in, again, direct eye line of her teacher. Teacher crumples in a distress <laughs> deep in the corner. Just wanted to help children. <laughs> This Wendy Wu doesn't seem to take her studies seriously. Uh, the teacher is sad. We get a lingering shot of his misery. Yep. Good. Yeah. Um, cut to the cafeteria. Uh, Wendy's friend, Lisa. She has two friends, Lisa and Tori. Tori. Yeah. Lisa and Tori. Lisa is going through a breakup. Yeah. Um, by the way, there are homecoming posters and signs and banners absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Wendy says, get it together. And Tori <laughs> says, uh, Lisa, you're getting tears all over my top. So they're yeah. not being super sympathetic to Lisa, who's gone through this breakup. Wendy says, yeah, but getting you guys. It's fine because um, Lisa is a, like one of these exposition women they have in these films. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like, oh, Wendy, my life is bad. Not like your life. Uh, you're the most popular girl at school. You're going to be homecoming queen and your boyfriend is perfect. <laughs> Wendy's like, I know, what an odd list of things to state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then up walks said perfect boyfriend. And we're boyfriend. in California. <laughs> yeah. As you know. <laughs> and it's 2006. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lisa. Yes, Le- I know. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what's going on. Homecoming, as we all know, is only two days away. <laughs> so perfect boyfriend Austin arrives. Uh, he got Wendy it's and Interesting him. casting for a yeah. perfect boyfriend, I think. <laughs> this Austin character. <laughs> he has a cadaverous pallor to him. <laughs> yeah, but you know, this is when did Twilight come out? Cadaverous pallor was probably in. He looks he looks like do you know what he looks like to me? This, this hunk boyfriend character. He looks like uh, like a cemetery caretaker. Like okay. if you put him in a if you put him in a Victorian flat cap and a scarf, he looks oh, like he sure. should be holding a lantern in a cemetery. He's like thin and pallid and cadaverous <laughs> and kind of hunched. Yeah, like if you passed him a few coppers, he'd look the other way while you dug up a cadaver <laughs> for your experiment. <laughs> to say, yeah, to sell uh, to the resurrection men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he walks up. He's apparently a hunk. Um, yeah. He's trying to cut his triceps for short sleeve shirts. He says again, this rail thin cadaverous. <laughs> Graveyard keeper. But it's uh, fine. Whatever. It's fine. But then, disaster. The girls catch sight of another girl elsewhere in the cafeteria. She's dressed in pink and she's handing out cookies. Yeah. This is Jessica, her homecoming rival. Yep. And it looks like Jessica is running for homecoming queen too. And she's handing out cookies as part of her electoral campaign. Wendy spots her brother Peter taking a cookie and outraged, she throws a lipstick like mm-hmm. a dart. Yeah, with deadly accuracy. With the deadly cookie accuracy. is destroyed. The cookie is destroyed. It explodes. Um, Wendy doesn't appear to realise what she just did or how she did it. Mm, but it mirrors she... the dart throw in the intro. So it we're does. like, oh, it does. Some kind of latent power here. Yeah. Uh, she nervously tells her friends, oh, my brother's on a diet. Uh, something, 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 something. Uh, then she goes to confront hated Jessica Dawson. Jessica, you're running for homecoming queen. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. Though I probably don't stand a chance against you. I'm the one who should just drop out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, good luck. Thanks. What is wrong with you, Peter? Oh, chill out. It's just a cookie. Spit that out. That looks like my brother doesn't support his sister. A little loyalty here. So Wendy is obviously furious at all these betrayals and uh, we have her right. I, I was going to say her main rival, but I guess her main rival is evil sorcerer Yan Lo. Yeah, yeah, Yan Lo. <laughs> Doom of the world Yan Lo is probably, <laughs> yeah. probably one of 
secondary rival. Jessica Dawson. Mean yeah. girl Jessica Dawson, yeah. Mean girl Jessica Dawson, whose homecoming queen <laughs> campaign is picking up e- steam. Equally important threat. <laughs> so we cut to what looks like the basement of a museum. Yeah. Uh, Wendy yeah. is explaining the Jessica situation to her mother, who it seems uh, works there. Yeah, she's cataloguing artefacts. Um, the mum this is. Wendy slams her fist impetuously down on a desk, which makes a precious vase sort of wobble concerningly. Yeah. But instinctively, Wendy roundhouse kicks a pallet full of straw into its path so that the vase lands softly. Yeah. Uh, she seems startled to have done this. Yeah. Wendy seems to, I think, want her mum to unleash some kind of cursed mummy upon Jessica, <laughs> I think is the implication. Yeah. But her mum is like, I'm busy. I have an exhibit in two weeks. Yeah. So mum's really stressed. Uh, she says that she's putting together an exhibit on these Chinese artifacts and the museum director is counting on her, but she says that she's panicking because she doesn't know the history behind any of them. <laughs> which, well, which, to be fair, does sound like an issue. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty clear from context that they just took a look at Wendy Wu's mum's surname and went, oh, we've yeah, got ah, the perfect job for you. Here we go, yeah. So well, why would yeah. I know about China? You probably no, know I, the origin of every mm. single one of these artifacts. Well, I mean, okay, so they say that all this stuff this, has been... This broken piece of terracotta, you'll remember this. Surely. It's all been sent over by the Chinese government. And yeah. they, they're like, okay, now you need to figure out what this stuff is. Do yeah, they not like, like provide all... any info? <laughs> Just Ch- a loose box of artefacts. <laughs> the Chinese government presents you with a grand game. <laughs> One... Figure out all this stuff. <laughs> 1,000 artefacts, figure it out yeah. in two days and mount an exhibition yeah. or you're fired. Some of them are faking. Yeah, we won't say we'll which ones. Tell. So yeah, she's been apparently sent a loose box of unlabeled artifacts, and she <laughs> needs to all smashed and broken. Figure out what they are. Um, yeah, so the museum's making their one Chinese employee do this. Yeah, but also it seems she is bad at her job because she can't. She she's got like eight terracotta warriors, which are like world famous, and she's like, man, what could these be? The terracotta warriors. She's I... a literal historian who works in a museum. I know. I feel like even if you didn't know what everything was, you should have the know-how and the research chops to figure it out. Yeah. You know? Or I just, wouldn't expect a museum curator to know what everything was that came across their desk, but I would expect them to be able to figure anything out. Yeah, if someone sent me some Etruscan pottery, yeah. like, <laughs> I would... wait 500 years and then... <laughs> wait 500 years and sell it. Oh, no, no, wait, no, 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 sorry. That's a recurring gag from our Extra Helpings Patreon feed. That's not fair to, to, to heap on you main feed listeners. Yeah. Sorry. So listen to that if you want to know what that's about. Yeah. No, I would then go and get a book about Etruscan pottery. Yeah. Rather than just sit there going, man, how am I ever going to figure this out? If only I knew someone. I think what I'll do is stress about it massively, noisily to my daughter. Yeah. But she says, oh, I used to think my mother's stories about the Buddhist legends were so silly. I should have listened to her more. The yeah. curators at the Louvre aren't <laughs> like asking their gran what the Mona Lisa is. Yeah. Oh, do, do you have any folk tales about Leonardo da Vinci? If so, <laughs> write them on this small square of plastic and I'll put it next to the Mona Lisa. There's accredited research on all of this, <laughs> all of these artifacts <laughs> that is available to you, a professional museum curator. <laughs> I remember when I was a child, my mother used to sit me down and list off the details of 2000 cultural artifacts from China. <laughs> I wish I only had listened. I thought it was so silly at the time. <laughs> I thought it was so silly, not to mention exhausting, it took 36 hours. Quite a bedtime story it was. <laughs> so yeah, this mum is terrible at her job, is yeah. the sort of the, what I'm getting. But anyway, mum tells Wendy that there are more important things than homecoming. 
Um, and then she says, you haven't even fed the dog who is called Cupcake. She doesn't say the dog who is called Cupcake, but the dog is called Cupcake. Yeah, and, that's and this when triggers Wendy- the idea in Wendy's mind to make cupcakes to give out, just like Jessica was giving out cookies. She's going to do cupcakes. She's going to make vote for Wendy Cupcakes. She nearly knocks over another vase on the way out. As oh, well. yeah. oh, yeah, she does. Worth, yeah. It's worth mentioning. She's just like, all the artefacts are just loose in this basement and anyone can just come in and kick them over. Yeah. Is, yeah. So you're probably wondering, this Buddhist monk who we've already met, who sort of lives outside of mainstream society outside of time yeah and outside of time how is he going to make it all the way to this suburb in california well Mm -hmm. wonder no more because it happens off camera because here he is (laughs) because here he is he's here now we cut to shen walking impassively alongside a pavement by the airport (laughs) (laughs) he just crouching tigered off into the sky (laughs) yeah uh yeah but no he's sort of like yeah walking along a Airport sidewalk. Peaceful pipes are playing in the background that arguably mm-hmm. could be described as Chinese, <laughs> I suppose. Um, Shen tries to hitchhike, but to his disgust, none of these selfish Americans wants to pick up a man dressed as a monk from a the transi- airport. A transient monk. <laughs> but never mind. He puts on a burst of super speed like Sonic the Hedgehog and catches up to a plumbing truck. Yeah, he's got superpowers, it turns out. Yeah, he goes like... It's actually... Imagine a sort of budget... The Flash. You know how they animate The Flash running? Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah, uh, cut out a few frames. Yeah, cut out a few Speed frames, cut out a few thousand dollars from the budget, yeah. and it's like that. Uh, he catches up to a plumbing truck and sits atop it in the lotus position, Yeah, and a bug splats on his forehead. Yep, that's pretty funny. Um, pretty great. Cut to Wendy's house. She's forcing her dad to make cupcakes. He's bad at it because he's an ad agency executive, not a baker. But he does offer to come up with a catchy slogan for her instead, which is a legitimately better idea. Yeah, the slogan is, Wendy who? Wendy woo for homecoming queen. So he's bad at his job too. Um, (laughs) Why would you start the campaign poster with Wendy who? Wendy who? Wendy woo. (laughs) Oh, I guess if no one's heard for her, I should probably vote for her. There's a grandma in the house as well. She's shouting in Mandarin um, because TV. she's watching soap operas. Yeah. Uh, Mum comes home and sees the baking carnage. Um, and then she asks the grandmother for help with the Chinese stuff that the director dumped on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she feels like she's missing some fo- important folklore and legends. Yeah. Um, but she says that growing up, she didn't actually miss all of that Chinese culture in her life. And grandma yeah. says, just because you didn't miss it doesn't mean it isn't missing. Yeah. They both say this out loud, femally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they nod contentedly as having established a theme. Yeah. You know, sometimes you do something at the beginning of the day that you think is going to establish a theme for the day, and you're just like, mm-hmm. yes, I've set yeah. the tone. There we go. I've now eaten everyone... a meal. This is going to be a theme today. <laughs> I'll probably do this a couple more times. <laughs> just a couple more times. Yeah. yeah. At the end of every major act, I'll eat a meal. <laughs> eat, eat a pot noodle. <laughs> so we cut to the museum exterior. A van pulls up outside. A delivery guy knocks on the door. Security guard answers it. Um, it's the middle of the night, worth mentioning. Yes. Uh, the delivery man has an ornate Chinese box, unwrapped, unprotected, just loose, not in a box or anything. It looks like uh, this museum orders its artifacts from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it must be for this Chinese thing they're doing here, says the guard, putting his hands and oils all over it. <laughs> There's no one other than the security. Why have they all arranged delivery for the middle of the night? <laughs> in the middle of the night, we're so untrained. <laughs> he's not a curator. He's not trained in handling ancient artifacts. He just touches it with his bare hands. He's yeah. breathing on it, and then he just sort of like tosses it carelessly into a pile puts, of puts it down on a pizza he's eating. <laughs> um. So 
He puts it in the back room. Yeah. Then the box starts to glow green and a rose near it dies. <laughs> yeah, so it's clearly very radioactive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So they're all dead. Yep. Security guy has moments to live. Yep. Cut back to Shen. He's walking purposefully down Wendy Wu's street and he produces a scroll with Wendy Wu's house on it. It's, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's supposed to... I guess the idea is supposed to be like, ah, he's a monk from outside of time, so he uses scrolls and not photos. But it is a photo. It's a scroll. Yeah. Someone has put someone has put this scroll in a in an inkjet printer and printed yeah. a picture of Wendy Wu's house on it. To have this requires a lot more computer savvy than just to have a, a photo of her house. Yeah, or or an address. You don't need yeah. like a photo of the house isn't really required, is it? Famously, no, just... we have a way of finding houses that doesn't involve a photo of the frontage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, he he inside the house Wendy has finished <laughs> baking. The, sorry, what's the situation where the monks back in China know what Wendy's house looks like, but not the address? Like, I guess they would like <laughs> astrally project or something. Yeah, they sort of recce monk. Like, look out. at it, yeah. astrally projecting recce monk. But he, yeah, I don't know. Who's like very good at architectural drawings? Yeah, but not very good at numbers. <laughs> no. I can't read. Can't the street read. name. <laughs> Yeah, he could choose between reading class and backflip class. And you know which you know which one he was going for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wendy's finished making the cupcakes with her dad, who is exhausted and unappreciated. He goes to bed, leaving Wendy to clean up. Um, there's a knock at the door. She answers for some reason, even though it's like 10 p.m. Yeah, and it's Shen. Uh, he says, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's just that you look so different." Uh, he says that you're Maison, a woman warrior born in the Wei Dynasty. You're sworn to defeat evil. And uh-huh. then he bows at her and says, it is your time again. She goes to slam the door. Yep. But with super speed, Shen slips through before she can. Yep. And is now inside her house. Yep. In a kind of, in a quite threatening way. Goodbye. Don't be frightened. I'm a Buddhist monk from Jinji Mountain Temple. Wait, how did you, you were just... So what you're hearing there is uh, a fight scene where um, Wendy... Our first fight scene. Well, second, really. Well, if you don't count the intro, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wendy kicks uh, Shen out of the house. This monk who's been training his entire life and who has, in fact, been reincarnated over a thousand years. She hits him with a broom a bunch of times and then boots his ass out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, broom! Ah, damn! And Lowe never used a broom. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so he does a bunch of monkish kung fu and she just whacks him with a broom and throws him out of the house. Yep. And that's that scene. It's, But you know what? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I love her. Love she really beats his ass with a broom. Yeah, really kicks his ass with a broom. So, cut back to the museum. The glowing green box continues to glow greenly. Mm-hmm. The security guard down the hall notices the eerie light and goes to check it out. The box is rumbling and snarling. He opens it and inside there is a glowing green orb mm-hmm. and then a shadowy armoured figure rises up into the sky and with a rushing sound there's a lot of green smoke and green smoke goes into the eyes of Al the security guy and yep. possesses him yep he's been possessed by his eyes go force. green to show that he is now under the thrall of Yan Lo Yan Lo dun, dun, dun. now possessed uh, the guard looks at the framed picture of Wendy Wu and her brother on the desk that her mum keeps down here in the basement <laughs> 
Suddenly the door knocks and it is Peter Wu himself. Peter Wu, the younger brother. (laughs) Yeah, he's here to deliver pizza. It seems like Al ordered pizza moments before being possessed. Yeah. Because here's Peter with the order. Al wordlessly jabs with his finger at a photo of him and his sister and grunts. Yeah. Because Yan, this is important. Yan Lo can't speak. <laughs> can't speak. But at the end, does speak but for can ages. Speak loads and in English. <laughs> loads and Yan, Yan Lo can speak loads and in English. But for almost all of this movie, <laughs> whenever someone's possessed by the spirit of Yan Lo, can only go they just growl and, <laughs> like a zombie. Yeah. yeah. So Al sort of pokes at the picture and goes, <laughs> and if someone, okay, if, if some, if a man, a sort of overweight middle-aged man picked up a picture of you and your sister and started jabbed like, it with his finger and went, jabbing at her and go, I probably wouldn't welcome that. I'd probably just leave. But Peter yeah. says, oh yeah, that, that's my sister. Yeah. And then the green spirit passes to Peter. He is, Peter is now possessed yeah, and, and green he, eyes on Peter. Green eyes flash, and he wordlessly leaves, going. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> yeah. This this cat this Yan Lo is like it's too abstract. Like I feel sure. like we needed a. I feel feel like we needed a scene of Yan Lo in human form. Oh, uh, what before. we needed was a sort of prologue scene. Of, yeah, like the last time Shen fought Yan Lo, because Yan Lo is just like a bunch of different people throughout this movie and just a dog. A, a green cloud. A green cloud. Yeah, I don't... You can't talk. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like... I feel like it could be a more threatening enemy. Definitely. Especially, we'll get onto it, but they describe the risks to the earth if Yan yeah. Lo is not stopped. If we just had a, like a 30-second a scene where he looks like Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat and he's yeah. on a throne of skulls, yeah, and you're like, okay, that's what he looks like. And in a prologue scene, is sealed away in an orb, and they're like, well, this yeah. is the future's problem now. Yeah, but then he—that's th- what's possessing people, rather than a sort of amorphous cloud of gas. Yeah, yeah. I would you, be more like, I would be more invested. Yeah, we never get to put a face to Yanlo, which is, as you say, a missed opportunity. Yeah. So at home, Wendy is on the phone explaining that a kung fu assassin came to her house. <laughs> Broke into her house. She theorizes that Jessica <laughs> oh, sent it. It's amazing because it cuts to her on the phone, and you're like, "Oh, good, telling the police." But it, no, yeah. she's on the phone to Lisa and Tori. She's like, "She's OMG. like, I think Jessica sent a kung fu assassin to my house so she can win homecoming." <laughs> that is so Jessica to go onto yeah. the dark web and pay Bitcoin to have me assassinated by a monk. <laughs> But when she reasons that her cupcakes should even the playing field, <laughs> Jessica's already hiring triad assassins. What would be so good is if Wendy hired an assassin. If the yeah. plot of this film was a sort of comic misunderstanding that escalated into Wendy and Jessica, <laughs> Jessica trying to is, kill each other. Jessica is just easily killed. Yeah. So Wendy turns on the TV, um, there's a weather report, and then horror of horrors, Uh Wendy realises that Jessica is the guest weather presenter somehow. (laughs) Uh, She shouts out their high school and says, pick up one of my Jessica for Homecoming Queen cupcakes tomorrow. Oh no, she's had the same idea and already announced it on the weather. Yeah, not only has she also made cupcakes, she's, I guess, snuck into the TV station and... Yeah. Because there's no way, as someone who is not a weather person... You could they go to the you. TV station and say, hey, can I do the weather today? 
I just want to sort of be homecoming queen, and I would really yeah. like that. So is it okay they probably if I wouldn't, do the weather? No, they probably wouldn't let you, would they? Can I do the weather for the whole state, but yeah. aim it almost entirely <laughs> at one high school? At one high school. And my homecoming campaign. That won't yeah. be a problem for, I don't know, any of the sort of like overnight haulage truckers who rely <laughs> on the weather information. <laughs> I can't, I can only imagine a few scenarios in which she could have made this happen. Like maybe she knows someone at the station. Yeah, her dad maybe is the normal she- weather man yeah. or something maybe she told them she's dying and it's her last her final wish yeah my final to wish is to be homecoming queen <laughs> and to present the weather well I an elaborate plan i tell you what that would really paint wendy in a bad light if it's like that's so true you're dying your wish is to be homecoming queen and someone's running against you and <laughs> wendy is campaigning hard <laughs> yeah really so wendy is aghast at this she screams into her pillow um, yeah. a motorbike pulls up at the home it's possessed peter he looks all sinister going Ugh. yeah he walks up the drive but shen is outside watching and he sees peter enter the house because shen troublingly hasn't left wendy's home he's just sort of <laughs> sat outside on the staring at lotus it. position yeah. uh, meditating he senses that something is wrong peter enters the home shen observes this through the window yeah peter finds wendy asleep on the sofa Shen sees through the window that Wendy is in danger because Peter, horror of horrors, is holding out some kind of green orb. Yeah. Well, the green orb we've already seen. So then, with, with awesome wire work, Shen crouching tigers onto the roof of the yeah. house and enters through a side hatch yeah. into Grandma's room. He somersaults over her sleeping form. Somersaults over Grandma and silently sort of pads inside, and he he wire works down into the into the living room and kicks the orb amazingly out of Peter's hand. It flies into yeah. a fish tank. Um, then Shen holds out some kind of golden glowing medallion, which yeah, seems like to hurt amulet. Peter. Although it's hard to tell because Peter can only say, <laughs> Yeah. And then him and Peter have a kung fu fight and it's pretty good. It's it's freaking good. Yeah. So it's got some impressive wire work, but it yeah. also has the thing um, that happens in like a lot of Jackie Chan films where yes. they introduce like... Uh, it, a, like a, little an comedy breaks of, yeah yeah an ordinary, it's like comedy objects. breaks in the fight so yeah. there's a bit where um peter pulls some goldfish out of the tank and shen you know loving all living things tries to save them yeah there's uh a bit where they fight over wendy's cupcakes and shen is trying not to destroy the cupcakes yeah it's really good there's a rug that is a sort of disguised crash mat that several yes. times they kind of like slam down onto so yeah it's just brilliant. The the living room of this house is totally set up for a oh yeah for an incredible. It's a huge fight. like it's a double height living room with like yeah. a running balcony around the whole thing, so they can like change elevation during the fight. Yeah. One thing about this fight is it for some reason everyone in it is really dusty. So every time they get hit, yes. like a little cloud of dust comes off them. That to me feels like, and I don't know. I feel like that's a convention in martial arts movies. Yeah, yeah, it's I, that no, kind of like you it do a is, punch, but it doesn't. It's like a little really, cloud of chalk, kind of. Pff, it doesn't make sense here unless the house is filthy. Yeah, but but yeah, there's. But also, I, it is. It does everywhere. make the the blows feel more impactful. I think, which is cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you get a little sort of actually puff. So yeah, they kick a chair back and forth. They kick each other. There's lots of jumping kicks. Um, I love a fight that sort of incorporates ordinary household objects or like furniture and stuff and there's loads of that there's a bit where peter sprints upstairs along along the banister like running up the banister and then shen wire works up to intercept and then they tumble down onto this crash mat rug it's super cool the um the ball comes out of the fish tank um it gets kicked into a corner and then vanishes for some reason i'm not sure why it does that yeah i don't know wendy's asleep through all of this yeah she sleeps through this incredibly noisy kung fu fight happening inches from her face yeah so 
eventually it seems uh, <laughs> I've written down it seems like this fight might be the whole movie and that would be fine because honestly <laughs> this fight finishes like three times and then starts up again which yeah. is brilliant this this fight is genuinely five times as long and five times as good as it needs to be. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But yeah. eventually Shen gets the upper hand with a kick and he holds the amulet in front of Peter. His eyes glow yeah. and then Peter possesses the dog and the dog runs out of the room. Yeah, with no other option. He possesses, yeah. he possesses, Yan Lo possesses a dog. Now, yeah. if I was Shen, I would kill the dog. I would if, kick its head off. Well, like the dog can't fight you back with Kung Fu. True. Don't, don't well, get me wrong, I would love to see that. I mean, be like oh my God. Be yes, like handed, but with like, yeah. you know, against you a would be getting owned capable by, Kung Fu monk. Yeah. By a dog. I would love to see Shen just, you know, wire work over and hoof this dog into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well. Wendy, I'll be on my way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> don't worry, Wendy, God, I defeated you. When, I defeated Yan Lo. Wendy, Yan Lo was in your dog. <laughs> Not now. He's dead forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be off now. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he's, he's gone. Yeah. Gone in dog form. Peter is confused because he's not possessed anymore. And yeah. he clutches his kung fu wounds and goes to bed. <laughs> yeah, Shen, is, <laughs> Shen is lurking on the ceiling There's like Spider-Man. Huge, this huge fight where Peter gets some, the sh** kicked out of him. Yeah. He should become unpossessed and need hospitalization. Yeah, he, goes, he goes upstairs and pisses blood and then goes to bed. <laughs> he makes the mistake of falling asleep concussed. <laughs> So we cut to the next day. Dad is looking at museum materials from mum. Yep. Wow, these are really made of clay, he says of the world-famous terracotta warriors. Yep. Uh, mum explains, yes, they have eight of them from the Chinese government. And, and she also says that there's a legend that every 90 years, these terracotta warriors come under the power of Yan Lo, the evil spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, as the dad leaves, he does an exaggerated kung fu high kick and a loud yep. high scream. But they weren't discussing martial arts at all. So it just sort no. of looks like he's lost his mind. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about terracotta warriors. And then as he's leaving, he just does a huge eye kick. And he also, like, as he, are you okay? As he leaves, he also says, I haven't seen you this excited about Chinese history before, he says to his history-loving museum curator wife. <laughs> I know, it's weird, she says. <laughs> it's weird for me to be interested in history, my literal job. <laughs> you know how every day is awful for me in the museum? Because I, I can't stand I hate, history. Hate history. Yeah. You know, I've been <laughs> secretly destroying artefacts because it's the only yeah. thing that brings me joy. And then... Um, she says, I know it's weird. And then the dad says, everybody Wang Chung tonight was about as cultural as we ever got, which... <laughs> Care to explain I, that reference, Andy? I spent so... Well, I didn't I didn't even know what this was a reference no, to. No, me either. I, I, so, I had to Google it and, and find yeah. out. So there's a band called Wang Chung sure, from, the from the 80s. 80s. An English not, band from the 80s. Yeah, they're not Chinese. No. They're white, white guys. Yeah. They had a song called Everybody Have Fun Tonight. Yes, and Which the in the chorus? Are, everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Wang Chung tonight. Yeah. So again, it feels like the dad is trying to say that this was as deep as their Chinese culture went, but it's not Chinese culture. They're not a Chinese band, but they have yeah. words that sound a bit Chinese in their name. Yeah. So the, the Wang Chung refers to like a, a part of the musical scale in Chinese, I think, which was why the oh, band okay. chose it. Right. But I think. It's. I don't. I don't want to leap to conclusions. I, I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but it's hard yes. to escape the conclusion that the writer of this scene was like, 
Okay, time to search my mind palace for some Chinese words. <laughs> for Chinese words. Oh yeah, the thing I used to dance to in college. What was that? What Everybody wang chung tonight. tonight. There we go. There we go. There we. That'll do. S- scene done. Yeah, scene done. That, that, the yeah. golf links stretch invitingly away into the afternoon. That's what they can be referring to. I don't know. I don't know. So the dad, yeah, the dad does a bunch of baffling stuff. This entire scene, I don't know what's going on. Um, mm. Wendy comes down. Where's Peter? She asks. He put this ugly necklace on me last night. Very funny, Peter. As if that's a sort of normal prank. <laughs> she says this in a way that suggests Peter is always putting jewellery on her while she's <laughs> putting stuff. Well, not just jewellery. I imagine it's like buckaroo. Oh, just yeah, piling, yeah, yeah. Piling stuff on her well, every night. Peter won because she didn't wake up. Yeah. Yeah. But that said, just a necklace is not very ambitious. Yeah. She throws it down and it is the sacred amulet itself. It is. Um... She spots a photo of some Buddhist monks among Mum's papers, mm. and she recognises Shen. What she doesn't say is, Mum, FYI, this man broke into our house last night. FYI, this man's a kung fu assassin who tried to kill me. <laughs> he tried to kill me last night. Instead, she says, gotta go to school, and she leaves her 500 cupcakes because Jessica's outdone her on the cupcake front, uh, exasperating She leaves the house outside. Shen is up a tree regarding her with sinister intent. Yeah, he's like a silent guardian, a dark He sees the mum, a dark dark protector. (laughs) He sees mum leave also. He lets himself into the house, but grandma sees him. She has the amulet. Yeah, grandma says, is my granddaughter a warrior? Shen says, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please protect her, says Grandma, through tears. Yeah. With my life, replies Shen, it is my destiny. This conversation uh, is in Mandarin and subtitles, uh, which is nice, but slightly undercut, A, by the extremely broad music that is playing, and B, it then cuts directly to Wendy outside, getting in her friend's car, and Shen screaming at her from across the road, brandishing the pendant, yelling, Wendy, you must wear this, it will protect you, and chasing the car. <laughs> drive, says Wendy, drive. <laughs> this sort of solemn conversation with grandma where it's like, promise me that you'll protect my granddaughter. I will on my life. Cut to her. Yeah. Cut to him <laughs> screaming. Her. Like, and here's how I plan on protecting her. Wendy, wear this! Wendy. Die, otherwise, <laughs> it'll protect you. It will protect you from Yan Lo. Uh, so the friends, like, they floor it. They're, they're all scared of this kung fu assassin. Kung fu assassin um, chasing them down the street, yeah. Shen sees a small boy park his scooter. So he takes, he in, instead of just doing super speed like he did before. Like, like we know he could do. At this point, this is one of those things where you're writing it and you're like, ah, I forgot we already had a scene. Where we already chased, gave him super speed. Where he chased a speeding van at super speed easily. Yeah. Ah, but there's no back where speed, speed in, on this time. He's, he's <laughs> in exactly the same situation in that he needs to chase after a car. Yeah. Do you think maybe decom scripts are handwritten? And so the labor involved in... So, like, if you want to change something, you would actually have to start again, like Shakespeare. I've, yeah, like, you'd, have to, a, you'd have to actually start writing it again. I think, like, they give them exactly ninety pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah, one. Like, yeah, that's yes. So, and and maybe the script generally will come in at like forty-five, but it means that if you make a mistake, you've got to think twice yeah. about getting rid of that paper. That's right. That's important. I think guys just made it means paper. it means yeah it means you can do a ten minute longer movie next time yeah yeah that's true I'll <laughs> save some of my pages yeah or not longer but like you get more chances you get more yeah more rewrites do you reckon when they wrote Brink that was the result of like saving up ten They'd pages say yes. every time 
previously. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like now you know, for the magnum opus. Exactly. I make all these terrible movies, but each time I put ten pieces of paper aside. Yeah, it's and exactly now, like in like in Wonka or something when they're trying to save up their money to pay. <laughs> They're yes. in some horrible decom prison yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I've got my company script and I'm saving it up to buy my freedom. Yeah, yeah. And that's well, like, what Brink will do. For Great Escape, it's you kind of like shake a few bits of paper out the inside of your trouser leg, kind of. Yeah. yeah and gradually you're tunnelling your way to Brink. <laughs> <laughs> Brink, the glorious freedom that is Brink. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea because it means that the script for Brink wasn't good initially, but there was just like, this is why I saved up the paper. Yeah. This time I'll write the scene good. They're like, wait a minute, what if he rollerbladed? <laughs> I have just enough paper to, to, in the first, the first, he just the first, walked everywhere. The, the plot was exactly the same, but he wasn't rollerblading personally. He was just running up ramps and doing jumps. <laughs> yeah, running up like, ramps, doing jumps, going to rollerblading competitions. And losing because he didn't have any rollerblades. Like, wow. Damn it, we're missing what something. What is it? What if in the I opening scene? Why can't we break the story? Could it be? Oh, oh God! He looks out of the window and sees a boy rollerblading past. That's it! Oh my God! <laughs> I've cracked it, and I have just enough paper left. Thank goodness we made <laughs> that terrible. You lucky dog! Yeah, oh. no rewrites on that. Yeah, you lucky dog was one page, <laughs> one single page. <laughs> Overly sexual dog. Yeah, it was handed in, and Eisner was like. You're saving up your pages for something special. <laughs> yeah. The writer was like, why do you have this system? <laughs> I still presses a finger to his lips. <laughs> presses a long pole with a Mickey Mouse hand. <laughs> Mickey Mouse hand. <laughs> on his face and pushes him out of the room. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it is. There's oh, a documentary on Disney Plus about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly pushes you out the room. A big Mickey hand big in your Mickey face. Big Mickey hand on a stick. Okay, uh, so in the re- so Shen is not doing his super speed. Instead, he's he scoots. he's riding the scooter, scooter scooting a super scoot. <laughs> in the rearview mirror, the the girls see Shen furiously pushing the scooter like the T one thousand. Wendy is obviously still a little disconcerted by her kung fu assassin stalker. Yeah. Uh, so Shen grabs the car like the T one thousand, but loses control and spins out, slams hard into a bush. Do, do you think all his all his previous reincarnations went like this? Yeah. This is this is how he's destined to die. Yeah. Chasing Wendy this is, down the road. Yeah, but he's done this for a thousand years. I'm like, if you've done this for a thousand years, you'd think you'd be better at what's that movie? You know, fifty is it Fifty First Dates? Yeah. Where like Drew Barrymore wakes up and she's got amnesia or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, first, that's one. the first thing that happens to her in the morning is there's a, a VHS crafted by trial and error that she puts on and it's like, hello, you have amnesia in an extremely efficient way. I'm going to get you up to speed. It's Adam Sandler, I can't remember. I'm Adam gonna, Sandler, yeah, I'm yeah. going to get you up to speed on what your life is and who I am. Yeah. You why feel can't like if Shen he, do that for Wendy? If he's done it for a thousand years, why is his approach to the yin warrior running up to them screaming about amulets that they this? can't possibly understand Wear this or you'll die you'll die in oh, fire. Yeah. i'm gonna break into your house and scream at you yeah i mean maybe it worked in the 1300s yeah maybe maybe, maybe people yeah, were into yeah, it yeah i don't know i don't know so wendy says to her friends i i say we act like that never happened which sure is one way to react as a one trying to kill you over and over i mean yeah it's super convenient for the script yeah i will say cut to soccer practice <laughs> Let's not react. Let's not, yeah. Let's not, let, <laughs> let's not cause any ripples that would make the plot go haywire. <laughs> Fellas, I say we don't react to what just happened. <laughs> Fellas. Okay. 
<laughs> How about this? None of us react. You can't, you can't just say that. Lisa, Lisa, I see you're about to react to what I happened. I see you reacting with distress to the thing that Tori, just happened. Tori, I see you responding to events. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it now. Let's not acknowledge it. Let's not, let's not acknowledge it. Oh, yeah, so... We cut to the sports field. Wendy is playing soccer. Jessica is also there, um, crowing about her big TV appearance. Yeah, she's glib. She steals the ball from Wendy and scores. And now Jessica goes into goal. We see Shedden sat impassively alone in the bleachers watching this high school <laughs> soccer practice. Time for the school to tighten the screws on the old campus security is the note that, <laughs> note that I have here. Shen looks to be in his mid-twenties, I will say. Oh, yeah, yeah, mid mid. Mid late twenties, <laughs> sure. I'd say it. Yeah, he's just sort of sat in the bleachers in his monk yeah. garb. He's the only yeah. one. No one else is watching. <laughs> no one else is there. Um, um, Wendy is is furious at Jessica. So Wendy comes up against Jessica, who's now in goal. Um, yeah. It's tense, and then there, we get some proper Shaolin soccer. Yeah, she jumps up in the air, does a huge spin, kicks the ball at Jessica, um, and it fires her like it's like a cannonball striking her in the chest. It yeah. fires her back into the net, um, brutally crushing her sternum, <laughs> uh, breaking her pelvis. Yeah, it goes clean through. Bursts a couple of organs. Yes. <laughs> Everyone here just saw Wendy Wu do some supernatural kung fu. She, she, okay. She, she genuinely leaps about ten feet in the air. Does seven spins on the way and then bicycle kicks it. Yeah. And everyone watches this and they all go like, hey, nice. Nice. I'm like, hey, Wendy, that was a good shot. A good kick you did it's there, like, Wendy. You just saw the greatest athletic feat in human yep. history. <laughs> so- but then everyone everyone applauds Jessica for bravely surviving uh, this cannonball. Fair enough, because it looked fatal. She is yeah. forced back by the force of the ball. Yeah, it, it literally knocks her off her feet. I would it say, doesn't yeah. appear survivable. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> genuinely like being hit. I would with clap a Jessica for standing afterwards. I'd be like, oh yeah. my god, wow. Oh my god, wow. Yeah, good job. Uh, okay, cut to the corridors of the school. The haunted dog scratches at the door of the school principal. When the principal opens the door, he is possessed. The dog. We don't. Yeah. I don't think we see the dog again. He is brutally possessed. <laughs> yeah. I, the I, principal I, then goes. Arr. The dog. I guess finds its way home somehow, despite now coming to in school with no memory yeah. of how it got there. Fine. Sure. But now the Anlo is the principal now. Yeah. In the stands, Shen walks up to Wendy holding the amulet. Did you put that on me last night? How did you get in my house? I was asleep. I'm starting I'm starting she, yeah. to get creeped out. She, she says, says starting to creep me out. Yeah, so you can attack Wendy Wu uh, in her home. Yep. You can have a kung fu fight in her living room. You can put things on her while she sleeps. You can chase her car. Chase her car. <laughs> but scooter. if you come up to her another time with an amulet, yep. that's the... that's 13 or 14 more times, Shen, and yeah, I'm, I'm fool me, Fool me three or four times. Kung fu my house. <laughs> Shame on you. So to I calm mean, things me. down, Shen explains that it's his destiny to help her and evil is near. She walks away, but he suddenly shouts, You find you have skills you cannot explain. Okay, look. I'll admit there's been some weird stuff going on with me lately. So I'm gonna give you like a minute to tell me what's up. I have been reincarnated many times over the centuries to assist a descendant of the Yin warrior to battle evil in the name of good. You know, Yoda, this is already getting a little too Star Wars-y for me. The evil is imprisoned in the Quanxi Jade Globe. It's called Yang Lo, a powerful spirit. Ooh, scary. Every 90 years, the globe weakens, allowing him to break free and possess the bodies of mortals to challenge the next descendant of the Yin warrior. <laughs> 
So he unrolls another scroll <laughs> of Brenda Song fan art. <laughs> but, but in this one, Brenda Song is holding a sword in a cool pose. Yeah, he's gone on. He's gone on Tumblr to search this, for the, this, the hottest Brenda Song this fan art. Doesn't look like proof that you are a reincarnated warrior monk. It yeah. looks like proof that you're that you've been drawing Wendy Wu as a warrior. Um, if you're not a reincarnated monk, how come I drew this picture of you with a sword? <laughs> How come I have this Brenda Song fan art? <laughs> Explain. That was that would be so good. Like you could just prove anything with it. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if you if you if you didn't rob this bank, how come I drew a picture of you doing it? Yep. Here you are. Damn. <laughs> Off to the cells with him. Got a big bag. It says swag <laughs> on it. It's got a dollar sign on the side. <laughs> and you're wearing one of those masks. And the worst thing, you're laughing. <laughs> oh my god. He's not repentant at all. Yeah, showing no remorse for his crimes. <laughs> I, I Take him away, boys. Suggest the maximum sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so so Wendy is impressed by this scroll. She says, that kind of looks like me. Hmm. Um Shen tells Wendy that it's her turn to defeat Yan Lo, and that if she doesn't, famine, earthquakes, oceans rising, locusts, mm-hmm. yeah. fires, drought mm-hmm. and darkness will consume the world. Yeah. Pretty comprehensive list. Let's go over those again. Famine, earthquakes, oceans rising, locusts, fires, drought, and darkness. So just bear that bear in mind quite how cataclysmic yeah. Yan Lo coming to power would be. Pretty bad. Just bear that in mind as the plot plays out. <laughs> so Wendy's friends ask her if she wants to go to the mall, and she ignores Shen's pleas that her kung fu training must start. So she's she's continuing to ignore Shen and his pleas. Mm-hmm. On the phone later in split screen, Wendy explains to her friends that she has a cousin in China. Yeah. She's she's like explaining away to her friends who Shen is. She says Why there's a screaming monk. Yeah. <laughs> running at she them. She says, the Oh, whole time. that's my cousin from China. But she says, if Jessica found out that I had a cousin in China, she would find some way to use it against me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well Jessica like calls into this phone call and says, I've heard about your monk cousin. I hope he gets you the monk vote. I hear you have a cousin from China. <laughs> oh, 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 your political enemies would love to get hey, their hands everyone, on this. Wendy knows a monk. She has Wendy a- knows a Chinese person. Wendy knows a monk. She has a cousin in China. What else is a lie? <laughs> What else isn't she telling what us? Else is she, she already knows this monk. Who else does she know? Hitler. <laughs> we Maybe. To, we don't know. Good. She lied about the monk. We didn't know about the monk. Lied so. by omission. <laughs> she didn't tell everyone at school she had a monk cousin. So, yeah, this dynamite information Jessica has got hold of. The This split, like, I like... The split screen phone technique they use here where the kind of the person butts in into the shot. Yeah. This kind of split screen. But they they've obviously filmed these like separately. Yeah. And they're the timing is is so bad on these calls. There are these huge <laughs> awkward forces between the dialogue. It just makes the conversation incredibly stilted. Yeah. And I don't know, like, if you noticed this as well, but every phone call in the movie is like this. <laughs> they must. I mean, how do they normally do it? They have like the actor off, just off camera, you know, like reading quietly or sort of mouthing along, you know, so that yeah. you've got some or someone on the phone. I suppose would be ideal. Just would be, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they could film it in two separate places at the same time. They could, and then it would be exactly sync. Then you would need two cameras. Oh, that's true. You get ninety <laughs> pieces get 90 of paper and one camera. Of one camera. <laughs> So one microphone. Don't break it. 
Be very uh, Mr. Careful. Eisner, I dropped the camera. Well, well too bad. <laughs> There'll be no decom then, I suppose. <laughs> what will air on the Disney Channel instead is 90 minutes of you apologising. <laughs> 90 minutes of me rubbing this Mickey hand in your face. Yeah, yeah, you'll think twice next time, won't you? <laughs> Luke, I know I always come to you with like weird medical ailments. You do, um, and I keep meaning during... to tell you that I'm not a doctor. Yeah, I keep meaning to this... tell a lot of people I'm not a doctor. A lot of people are operating under the illusion that I'm a doctor, and yet you don't tell any of them that. Well, it why, just, why is that? I feel like at this point the lie has got too big. You're addicted to the respect you the get. The lie has got too big, and also a lot of them pass away in my surgery. So you know what it is. I think if you stopped wearing that white coat. And carrying that stethoscope around with you, it might happen less. Oh, but I, it's my shtick. It's my thing. Well, it's also doctor's thing is the problem. Yeah, well, that's, that's not my fault. Maybe doctors should get a new thing. When was the last time a doctor used a stethoscope on you? Get a new thing. Uh, well, hopefully soon, because I'm having some problems. Uh-oh. Um, see, I've had a bit of a weird day. I was um, I was at the museum. Yeah. You know, I like to go to the museum a lot. Brag. And they had, the, yeah, I'm very cultured. And there was uh, a new exhibit. It was a sort of loose uh, green box that you could sort of touch and put your oils on. Yeah. And uh, this little gas came out of it. Mm. And I felt I felt all funny. Okay. And then I, I, I came to outside. hours later. Outside of high school. Outside of high school. And I just felt like I'd had my ass kicked. I was all covered in like foot foot shapes. Yeah. You had smashed in, ribs you know, and there was a dented yeah. car next to you. Well, you know how dusty my clothes are, don't you? My, yes. my clothes are very dusty. Yes. Yeah. That's, but they were like a lot of footprints. Stick. Mine is doctor. Yeah. Yours is dusty. I go around, I'm like, pig, I'm like pig pen from Peanuts. So I'm going to go around in a little cloud. <laughs> but yeah, there are lots of like footprints and handprints all over me. Yeah. And I feel like I've been beaten up. Mm, okay. Well, but I need what I need to see. I need to see a doctor. And, and now that you've mentioned it, I remember you're not a real one. So I do need a, a real you one. You need a doctor. I'll tell you where you won't find me, Andy. And that's on ZocDoc. Because ZocDoc is an app for real doctors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. When I say that, it makes it sound like it's not an app for real doctors. But it actually but is. But we want and to stress yeah. very hard that real doctors are on ZocDoc. Oh no! The more I say it, the more it sounds like they're not real doctors. They're real it's, doctors. It is. It is real. They're real. ZocDoc. ZocDoc. The ZocDoc yeah. doctors are real. It's a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. If you're American, yes, yes, we're telling you to check out this app. It, it lets you book appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. Yep. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for, like kicked ribs. Yep. And they're as real as the day is long. So why not go to ZocDoc.com slash MCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Yep, that's zocdoc.com slash MCC. ZocDoc.com slash MCC. Check them out. Uh, Luke, I've got a problem um, oh, no. that I need to tell you. Another one, I know. Um, so I've been uh, meditating outside the house of the Inn Warrior, you know, as we do. Yeah, we've well, got to. You, you have to if you want to get the medallion on them, don't you? Yeah, you have, but especially if they don't generally want the medallion on them for some reason, maybe because yeah. they're keen on the idea of Yan Lo tearing them apart. Well, exactly. Locusts. But the problem is, although I have diligently done my monkish duty, yeah. I haven't had time to go to the grocery store. Well, you can't go to the grocery store. You can't leave your post. No, exactly. I've got to sit here in the lotus position. What are you going meditating. to do? What am I going to do? If That's what I'm asking. If only there was some way, if only there was some way to get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to the Yin Warrior's doorstep, and then you could intercept that delivery and just sort of... Is, well, is there? Th there? No, as far as I know, there isn't. 
That's such hmm. a shame. Wait, let me just go on um, the monk internet. There's no like, point. It's like the snake internet. There's um, no point. There's no way to internet. get such a great service. Oh, wait a minute. What's this? HelloFresh. Hang on, what? It says here that what? HelloFresh, whether your resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door or to an area adjacent to someone else's door. That's what it says right here. That's right, each HelloFresh box is packed with farm-fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food and less time spent away from the door of the Yin Warrior. Yep, um, I do actually get HelloFresh and I will tell you, Luke, the best thing about it. Go on. You know how you have to decide what to have for dinner every night for the rest of your life? Oh, and it's like a yes. crushing responsibility. Yes, I hate it so much. The HelloFresh, you can just, you pick it in like three weeks in advance and then forget about it. And then it turns up and you're like, oh, that's what I'm having for dinner this week. Lovely. It's it's like life-changing, honestly. So, Amazing. Yeah. So go to HelloFresh.com slash free and use code free for free breakfast for life. If you what? are in America, that's right. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash free with code free. Andy, while you were saying that, did you look away from the doorstep of the Yin Warrior? Because oh, I, yeah, I, I was think talking, I, I was yeah. talking about America's number one meal kit. So yeah, um, the, I mean, there's an open window. I can just see Yan Lo just got in. Oh no! Oh and no! Because are pouring out. Oh, but to be fair, I have um, some really nice-looking teriyaki beef to eat. So hey, okay. swings and roundabouts. I'll be doing that. I'm looking um, honey mustard sausage with uh, cold cannon mash. Ooh. So, Shen comes to Wendy's door. He says, you must wear this... <laughs> Sorry, just before that. <laughs> yeah, go on. Wendy's friends um, say that they've had a good idea um, to use her cousin to help her win votes. And that is to write, vote for Wendy on a bunch of chopsticks and get him to hand them out at lunch tomorrow. <laughs> I, I see no problem with that. Yes. Yeah, like a, good, a good, non-problematic idea. Sounds like a dynamite political move. Um, so Shen comes to the door and says... Wendy, you must wear this now. It will protect you during your training. He's, you know, he's continuing to yeah. rant about Yan Lo. Yeah. Wendy tells him, please leave. He's making her life complicated. <laughs> Shen says the evil spirit could be anyone around you. But Wendy slams the door. Yeah, she's refusing the call to adventure. Cut tonight, Shen is meditating outside her house again. Outside her front door in the front garden. Grandma comes out and wraps a blanket around the meditating Shen. Yeah. And takes the amulet, which he had just sort of left <laughs> yeah. next to him. <laughs> it's uh -huh. incredibly valuable. He just, uh, I'll go into a trance and put this here. Yeah. Uh, she, she takes it indoors and places it on, the, on a sleeping Wendy and whispers. A lot of people putting amulets on a sleeping Wendy in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And grandma whispers, <laughs> you, you will be a great warrior to yeah. Wendy. S smash cut to morning. Wendy chucks the amulet off a balcony into Shen's penis and testicles. <laughs> Ouch, he says. Ah, damn it. How come every <laughs> how come every time I'm reincarnated, my penis and testicles are smashed? The Yin warrior throws the heavy amulet into my penis and testicles. <laughs> all of this has happened before. All of this will happen again. <laughs> time is a flat circle. <laughs> my testicles circle. are a flat circle. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> so... So, we cut to school. Yeah. The possessed principal. The demon headmaster. The demon headmaster watches Wendy's car approach. 
He clumps up to her like a zombie. What? Okay, right. This as is, it, I suppose, as if to strangle her to death or something. <laughs> yeah, like Frankenstein. Yeah, but this is the point at which I noticed the flaw in Yan Lo's plan, <laughs> which is why doesn't he just do all his evil in China? Because Wendy isn't in China, yeah, the only person who can defeat him. Yan Lo had to come all the way over here to like get in the face of the one person who can defeat him. Yeah, just like just. Make locusts in Shanghai. Yeah, just what's Wendy's? What's Wendy going to do? Earthquakes and Nothing. darkness in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. Wendy. Won't in fact, you probably have happened. you'd have all of Asia to yourself. Yeah, yeah, and Europe. It, it, you could have more than eight terracotta warriors. <laughs> yeah, you could have all the. Others. You could go get the other terracotta. The, the vast majority of the terracotta, <laughs> the terracotta warriors. <laughs> yeah, why has he come here with eight to harass this? He's. I don't. I don't know. She can have her town in America. He can have. Th- the entirety of Europe and Asia. Yeah, and the thing is that we never really find out Yanlo's whole deal because he can only say, Ugh. So he clumps up to Wendy like a zombie outside the school gates, but Shen sprints through the crowds of children, yeah. wall jumps off of a car, and flips the principal over hard onto his spine in one smooth <laughs> motion. Yeah. Shen then rises and presses the amulet to the principal, frightening him. Yeah. And... The the main thing you need to know about this scene is that the children don't react to any of this at all. Yeah. I mean, like, they've just seen a monk attack their principal <laughs> and, like, flip him, somersault him through the air and, like, yeah. land him on his spine on the tarmac. Crouching tiger style, and they're yeah. like, huh. But no one, they don't, they don't go, huh. They don't look. They just keep walking. And mm. no one involved in the making of this movie thought to drop the sound mix of ambient kids having a chill time because in the background there's like a, there's a like audio track of like oh hey 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 like oh yes oh we got yeah got a biology yeah oh yeah oh man yeah after school I'm gonna recess my little brother like you know just general hubbub is going on in the background and it's just that that continues to happen while the principal is sort of crouching tigered into the side <laughs> getting, of the car getting wooshed into the <laughs> yeah. car and there's door. a huge crowd. A huge crowd of children. Well, also, what happens next is that Wendy's history teacher comes up to the to the headmaster who's on the floor, <laughs> and he says, "Hey, what have we said about not showing these kids fear?" <laughs> so I think like it's happened before. Like kung fu assassins are always throwing <laughs> principals, always getting flipped into cars. Getting- Getting flipped into stuff. Oh. Like a Yakuza heat action. Yeah. He's, getting his, he's getting his head kicked into a car door. So, inside school... Well, well, yeah, the, oh, sorry, sorry, the yes. history teacher gets possessed yeah. at this point when he's, when he's talking. Yeah. So now Yan Lo is in the just uh, in world history teacher. Different yeah, different teacher. teacher. Um, so, Shen is following Wendy around at school. I've written... Security? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because again, Shen—he's still dressed as a Buddhist monk, and uh-huh. he is. How old did we say he looks? Late twenties. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty-six. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's following her around at school, uh, trying Shen, to convince her about this medallion. He's telling her that evil is near. Yeah. Austin comes up. Uh, the boyfriend. He got a letter back from a modeling agency in San Francisco, and they said that his cadaverous pallor betrayed an aura of foreboding. They didn't. They said that his. <laughs> His pictures were '80s retro, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> so Wendy they goes. Said, I'm to... sorry, you look too much like an old timey grave digger. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> but can you get hold of any cadavers for me? So Wendy goes to snog Austin in the hallways, but a teacher thrusts his book between their lips. Mm-hmm. Um, then Shen appears and holds the amulet up to Austin. 
to confirm that he is not the evil one. Mm-hmm. You're safe to speak with him, he tells Wendy. Yeah. Wendy, to get rid of him, asks him to go and check if the bathroom is safe. And he, so she, yeah, he says, she good leaves. idea. Yeah. Your instincts are becoming sharp. And then we hear a bunch of screaming girls. Shen walks around the corner and screams, Wendy, toilet now safe. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So make up your own mind about what he did in the women's toilets. <laughs> to make it safe. To make it safe. Does, uh, still, no one is telling a teacher. Like, <laughs> none of these girls then run to the teacher and say, someone yeah. who doesn't go to this school and is 25. An unaffiliated <laughs> adult man. An unaffiliated monk just barged into the toilet and <laughs> made it safe. Toilets. And started doing Yakuza heat actions <laughs> on everyone, kicking them into the toilets and stuff. Oh, but what, while this is happening, um, we find out from Austin that uh, a girl called Maria Santiago is having a party. So file that away. Then Jessica. Yeah, up comes, up comes Jessica. It's a busy hallway, this. Yeah, they share some sort of passag needling at each other. And then Jessica drops the bombshell mm. that uh, Wendy needs to maintain a C average in all subjects in order to be able to do extracurricular activities. And Wendy realises that her failing grade in world history is going to stop her from doing soccer and, crucially, being eligible for homecoming queen. So she muses aloud as she strolls past Shen, who's meditating outside school, uh, about, yeah, what can she do? What can I do? Then Shen overhears this and offers to teach her the history of China in exchange mm. for Kung Fu training. Behind, a teacher comes up snarling behind her, but is put off by the medallion. Then yeah. he's, nice instincts, Shen. Yeah. Then in the background, <laughs> of the shot the, the world history teacher is just lurching around, groaning. In the background, your immortal enemy Yan Lo goes, <laughs> sees the medallion and goes, <laughs> Shen is completely oblivious yeah. to all of this. Then Yan Lo Soul jumps into a janitor. I, I don't know why. It's just yep. trying out different bodies, I suppose. Cut to the park. We now get a montage of Kung Fu training, but Wendy is not taking it very seriously. We see her... Well, you, as you say Kung Fu training, um, <laughs> sure. Shen is like, do, do this, and then does a bunch of preposterously difficult Kung Fu. <laughs> do this. And Wendy, Wendy like, sort of jigs, or jigs around in the background. So she's not taking this training seriously. She's like answering phone calls. She's eating chips. Yeah. She falls off a balance beam. Uh, she kicks Shen repeatedly in the arm, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess is probably good training. For arm kicks. Yeah. Gotta do arm kicks. But afterwards, Wendy asks about tutoring, because remember, they've struck this deal. It's uh, it's it's tutoring in China to get through world history in exchange for, uh, like, taking part in the Kung Fu training. Yeah. Uh, so Shen tells Wendy that through meditation, she can access her ancestors' memories. Uh, and desperate to be homecoming queen, Wendy agrees to practice meditation. Mm-hmm. We see her in the lotus position going... Um, yeah. On a table in a cafeteria, uh, and then at home with grandma looking on approvingly, and then on a desk in class. Yeah. So this is very convenient for the writers of this film because for Wendy to learn Chinese history, they don't have to include any actual Chinese history in the film. They just have to have Wendy access it, access her genetic, genetic memories, memory. like yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed or something. <laughs> So, so rather than actually educate the viewers of the Disney Channel about Chinese history, no, was, they just have Wendy know it somehow. I lost my copy of Incarta. There was simply no way. Yeah, I lost the floppy. This, this to me is the wildest part of the whole movie. What's about to happen in a movie that contains Yan Lo and all sorts? Uh-huh. Yeah, this is the wildest <laughs> thing. So, we what we what you the viewer see is Wendy in the lotus position, going um in um. a few different places. Cut to. Wendy running out of school, clutching a paper in her hand, shouting to Shen, I got an A. I remembered everything. Yep. And it's like, 
Wait, so Wendy accessed the memories of all of her ancestors at of once. Of all of the yin warriors her, at once, Her yep. mind was flooded with thousands of years of lives and history. Yep. And all these people knew everything that was happening in China uh, during a time when there was no kind of mass media or dissemination of information no. across the country. But, but fine, I'll grant that. I'll grant that... Wendy's ancestors know everything about China, or at least Fine. enough to get an A on the test. Fine. I can't believe that Wendy accesses these memories and it happens off camera and it doesn't happen <laughs> yeah. in the film again. And that's it as a plot point. It's done. She just runs out being like, yeah, I did it. I accessed, I accessed my genetic memory. And I'm like, well, what did that look like? What yeah. was did did you? What were the questions? What did you know? Did it? Do, if, if they'd had just a little montage of her like thinking and then you see a... a Chinese woman when the Great Wall is being built and she's like putting would, blocks into the wall. That sounds expensive. You wouldn't have to do it that way. You could have her just in class, like hunched over her paper going, ooh, I don't know about this one. What year did this emperor do this? And then you could just have someone dressed as a monk appear behind her that only she can see. A which, floating head whisp, that yeah. just goes 1423. Yeah, whisper right. the answer to her. It's like... Great. I don't know. It's just bizarre that there's absolutely nothing. It literally hard cuts to her running out going, yeah, I got an A, I did it. I got an A. I got an A. I can remember everything <laughs> that ever happened that in China. ever happened to all of my ancestors. And I'm not going to mention it again. It won't come up it again. It won't come don't up. Don't worry about also, it. Also, having done that, though, I don't now know anything about the plot of this movie. I don't know anything about Shen, even though... We've done this over and over again. I still need to be told everything about Yan Lo. Yeah, and also I still don't consider Yan Lo to be a threat <laughs> worth my time. Yeah, I accessed the memories of all my ancestors who were born specifically with the destiny of fighting Yan Lo to the death, which they have all yeah. done on a 90-year cycle. But I might skip it. But I, don't, I only asked them about the Great Wall. Yeah, I might skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to celebrate this A, out of nowhere, Wendy does a huge spin kick and kicks a guy's drink out of his hands in slow motion. Yeah, it's sort of an instinctive, reflexive action that she doesn't yeah. understand. Two guys called called Todd coming near her with drinks. So Shen is like, hey, great. You access the genetic memory of all your ancestors. Let's continue training. And Wendy says, lol, <laughs> let's do it after homecoming and flounces away. And Shen shouts, evil is near to nobody. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine you're Wendy and you've just magically accessed all of your ancestors' past lives and then you're like, well, I'm not curious about that. anything else. He says, he goes, ayah, which is like the Chinese thing where you're like, oh man. <laughs> it's like, it's not like, it's like it's sort of mild frustration. Oh man. Oh, beans. Oh yeah, oh, basically. No, oh, beans. Darkness and locusts. Cut to back home where Wendy is doing an enormous pencil sketch of her own face. <laughs> sure. Her grandma comes in. Do you ever miss China? She says to her. Uh, and then grandma talks of the village she grew up in. She remembers sitting on her grandfather's lap, hearing the thousand-year-old stories. And her favourite story was about a girl who was trained by a young monk to fight evil. I can still smell his pipe. And hear his voices telling me thousand-year-old stories about great heroes and their battles. My favorite was about a girl who was trained by a young monk to fight evil. Her name was Mei Song. And they say every 90 years, 
A descendants must accept responsibility and become a Ying warrior. Yeah, but Grandma, you don't really believe that stuff. Do you? Of course I believe it. You told her? I didn't have to. She already knew. My mother was an Yin warrior. And you will be one too. It's a great honor. Grandma! Hi, everybody. I'm home. What smells so... Oh, hi. That sound was the mom and her gentle, amused, surprised... To find a kung fu assassin. Yeah, to, to find a kung fu assassin uh, in her kitchen. <laughs> in her kitchen. Yeah. Okay, right. Just... So, every 90 years, yes. the descendants of the Yin warriors have to fight Yan Lo. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why, why? Is, why is it Wendy? Why is it not her mum? Why is it not her grandma? They're both of the same lineage. Why is it, why is it Wendy? Because if you have children at the sort of roughly accepted well, Wendy's, age... <laughs> Wendy's, Wendy's mum, Wendy's um, only supposed to be, what, 16, 17, yeah. something like that? Uh, her mum's, okay. you know, her mum's still quite young. Yeah, that's what true. If she did, what if she hadn't had kids at this point? Also, in olden times, people were having kids younger and living less long. There would have been, yeah. like, more generations, you'd think, in between... Exactly. Yan Lo cycles. The grandmother's mother was the previous Yin warrior. Yes. So who has I I I think wouldn't, I think that the mom I think Wendy's mum should be the Yin warrior. She's like wouldn't the wouldn't the one wouldn't grandma's mother wouldn't she have been I'm struggling with the with the average ages here but like wouldn't she have been like a baby when she bought Yanlo. <laughs> like, that's the thing. What if Wendy? What if Wendy's mum and dad waited a little longer to have kids, and Wendy was like two? So, <laughs> Wendy was well, well, well. Bad luck, maybe. Bad luck. Yeah. Oh, it's Yanlo's time to shine. Yanlo's just waiting, waiting. He runs like, in and just punts the bassinet into the into the sky. Shed's like, oh. <laughs> okay, oh. so hang on. So it's two thousand six. Yeah. 10, 2006 is a Yanlo occurrence. What's yeah. 90 years before 2006? It's 1916. 1916. Okay. <laughs> Yanlo materializes in World War One. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, are we going to lose time to working this out? Yes, is the answer. Okay. Give me what you think is probably the Wendy's mother's. Date of, like date of birth. When do you think she was born, roughly? Okay, so two thousand six. We say 90, I would say nineteen sixty. Would would that be a sort of? I uh, know. I'd say she's about like early thirties. Her mum. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I I get like late thirties, but but, but okay. fine. Let's go. Let's say late thirties. Uh, fine. Say thirty five. Thirty five. Fine. Okay. So what year was she born then? Uh, so Wendy was. So how old is Wendy? Uh, I don't think they say, but her mum would have been born in nineteen seventy one. Let's say. Uh, yeah, fine. Okay, so mum's born in 1971. Although, when did everybody Wang Chung tonight come out? <laughs> in the um, 80s. 1986. So actually, okay. that puts that would only put her at 15 when everybody Wang Chung. Yeah. So I think, should, yeah, maybe six, she is we, supposed to be 65? older. Okay. Let's say that the, the mum was born in 1965. So when do we think grandma was born? 
Okay, so grandma, let's put her at... There's another 30 years back? Yeah, well, charitably. I mean, like you say, people had kids younger then, maybe 25. Okay, so should we say 19... Should we say 19... 1940? Yeah. So... If grandma is born in... Ni- that would make her 66 in this film, which seems about right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So then when was... Subtract enough... <laughs> so, subtract- so 1916 was the last Yang, 1916 Yang was the, the last Yan Lo attack. <laughs> so the last Yin warrior to fight Yan Lo would have been, let's say... I don't know, what age do we think great-grandma had? Let's say 25? Tw- yeah. I guess. So 40 minus 25 is... 15. <laughs> Makes her one, one year of age. <laughs> so... <laughs> my gra- your great-grandmother, a one-year-old baby, kicked down those ass. <laughs> It was just zooming around, <laughs> crouching tiger style. Well, maybe Yanlo was like, <laughs> maybe Yanlo was like, oh, sweet, this time it's a one-year-old baby. This is going to be I'm super gonna easy. easily win. But then a sort of like French artillery shell sort of caught Yanlo. <laughs> <laughs> Some mustard gas went off next to him. Uh, okay, so... So yeah, I'm just I'm just confused about how like they never said oh it skips two generations or it's just like whoever is there's three of them why can't they all be in warriors and team up as like a a team a three person team yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know but the, yeah Wendy Wu's mom do they is just, just not like, want to I can't do anything <laughs> Wendy's mom is like I'm not interested in Chinese culture <laughs> I can't do it call me when the, call me when <laughs> you needed everybody to Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm so Let's... pleased to find out that the probable age of the last <laughs> Jin Warrior is one. Is one. Uh, I really hope we haven't got our maths terribly wrong on that. You know yeah. what? Well, if we have, you don't know email us and tell us. Let us live in blissful ignorance and imagine. Let us enjoy one. this. Let, us, let me just imagine <laughs> one year old one year old Jin Warrior zooming around the battlefield. Oh, okay. So we cut to dinner at the at the house. There's a lot of confusion because Shen is here now. Gran has said that it's her grandnephew on her second cousin's father's side who is visiting. Dad, can I grow a ponytail? Asks Peter, whose hair is definitely long enough to be put in a ponytail. Yep. Dad says that it's silly and Shen is upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shen says that he's fascinated by the terracotta warriors. He saw a poster about the exhibition, he says. How do you know about the world famous terracotta warriors, says mum. <laughs> <laughs> he says that he can help learn all about them because the, the least curious museum curator in history. Yeah. Like, how could anyone not a museum curator like me know of these world famous terracotta warriors? It's like, well, I mean, I read a book, and she's like, "What are these books you speak of? Could they help me do my exhibition?" So Shen says one of his teachers at the temple is a direct descendant of the first emperor of the Shin Dynasty, which yep. will be helpful. Mum says yes. Mum says yes. Good. Peter asks Shen if he knows kung fu because he wants help with linebackers. Yeah. Shen says that he has some techniques. He stands and demonstrates a cool sideways flip. Yeah, simply do this. It's called monkey jumps over wall. Mm-hmm. Everyone claps. Everyone claps approvingly. Every the, the, This sounds like we're just describing events. The thrust of this scene is that the whole family seems to like Shen. 
Yeah, he gives like he gives a bit of knowledge or inspiration to everyone. Yeah. Um the mum brings out some some mooncakes. Celebrate the upcoming Chinese Autumn Moon Festival. Yeah, everyone eats them and talks about how good they are, but dad doesn't have one. He looks like someone just walks over his grave yeah. and then leaves the table. He looks like he's off to have diarrhea or something. He says he doesn't <laughs> want any mooncakes and he sort of stomps upstairs. Yeah. The music when he stops upstairs is ridiculously sad. It's like the arrested <laughs> development Charlie Brown walk. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, it's unintentionally yeah. quite funny on the phone wendy is made aware by her friends that shen dresses unconventionally and it could be compromising yeah. her prom queen efforts it may harm her campaign yes uh, in the lounge shen is eating cheetos he, he asks peter how to get the cheeto dust off his fingers so presumably they don't wash their hands in the temple <laughs> like he hasn't he's unfamiliar with the concept of washing your hands but Peter's uh, like, you just suck it off your fingers, man. And yeah. Shen tries this and he's like, whoa, this is awesome. America's great. Um, yeah. That's the subtext anyway. <laughs> Peter has been practicing monkey jumps over wall. And to demonstrate, he somersaults onto a side table, breaking his spine. <laughs> What's so good about this is that the movie does is legit. It's like he genuinely has figured out how to do this awesome like side flip. Yeah. Um, it's just that he happens to do it into a side table. <laughs> he does it directly onto the table. And it's like he lands with his spine directly on the table edge, breaking yeah. himself in half. Like, it looks so painful. Like all stunts in this movie, the stunt is massive. It looks agonizing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, it's just some poor stunt performer actually flipping yeah, onto actually a table and breaking his spine. Flipping his hips into a side table. Yeah. So... Wendy wants to hit the mall, but there's only an hour until it closes. So we have a montage yeah. of them at the mall dressing up Shen. Yep, she's dressing him up in some of the worst outfits I've ever seen. Now, I was expecting... The way these montages generally work is that first they try on a bunch of ridiculous looks. Then when all yep. of the bad clothes are done, they put on some normal clothes and say, oh, actually, uh -huh. this looks good. Let's dress conventionally. But here, they just buy everything. We see them leaving the shops with like a thousand bags. So. Yeah. So they bought all those horrible little trilbies. Yeah. All the, the checked cargo shorts. <laughs> I won't hear a word against those checked cargo yeah. shorts. One of the outfits involves someone having put Shen's hair into a like a braided ponytail. Yeah. He's got like different hairstyles, so they're doing his hair along with it as well. <laughs> anyway, they go... But they had fun. They had a fun time. Yeah, the main thing is... They seem to be getting on yeah, better. Shen and Wendy are having a little bond... Uh, and also now Shen has some typical American clothes. Yeah. Back home. Back at the house, dad is eating mooncake on his own in the kitchen. Yeah, sort of shamefully. Um, yeah. Hunched over it, gobbling it up. He says that he didn't mean to be rude to Shen at dinner, but when he saw the cakes, it was like he was a boy again and he felt guilty turning his back on all this. On Chinese on culture. On Chinese culture. He says... As represented by mooncakes. He says he wants them to be a Chinese-American family. And the Disney Channel says, yes, this is good. Yeah, uh, he will not do anything else in the rest of the film to further this goal. <laughs> no, he won't. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. We, we said at the beginning of the episode that maybe we could talk about this more when it came to it, but actually, like, I feel like we've said... I, I, I feel like I already said what I feel about this scene is that it feels like slightly icky, it being the Disney Channel being like... Yeah. Hey, it's Chinese-Americans. Yeah, it's an interesting... It's, it's a theme. good to honour your culture. We think it's fine. We permission did, granted. That's kind of how, how it feels. Did you watch any of the show American Born Chinese? No, that was I did not. Sorry. On again, it was a Disney Disney Plus show. I don't know if where it aired in America, but it was 
I would describe it as basically the same story of Wendy Wu, just with a much bigger budget. Okay. It's about, it's the sort of the story of like the Monkey King and stuff, but told in oh. like an, uh, a modern American high school. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, talking about um, immigrants rejecting their culture and then having to embrace it to defeat an evil. Um, so there's a lot of parallels with Wendy Wu. Yeah. And it was a good show. And Disney has just announced that it's been cancelled and will not be coming back for season two. Okay. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's grimly predictable. Okay. So we cut to school. Austin is in the hallway looking cadaverous. Yes. He says uh, he's changed his hair. Didn't you notice, Wendy? He got highlights. They're imperceptible, mm-hmm. though. Wendy, however, is distracted. She tells Austin, oh, I thought Shen would be around. Austin says that this Shen is going to ruin the vote for them. Uh, so they need to stop hanging around with him. Yeah. Um. At this point, I think it's time to introduce what I think is going to be a big problem with this movie, that Wendy has told everyone at school that Shen is her cousin. Yes. Which is a fine lie. Right up to the point where it becomes increasingly clear to everyone that she is sexually attracted. To <laughs> yeah, that she, yeah, that she really like is crushing on him super hard. Yeah, crushing on him super hard. Yeah, like, Especially, she's like, she's with it here with her boyfriend, being like, looking at him, like, Ugh, like, is Shen around? I kind of wanted to see Shen and hang out with yeah, Shen. Kind of wanted to hang around with my sexy cousin. Yeah, <laughs> Austin's like. I think you need to stop hanging around with Shen because everyone sees how much time you're spending, how much <laughs> how sexually attracted you are to your own cousin. Everyone sees how much physical contact you're having with your cousin. It might be hurting your homecoming campaign. <laughs> the, the fact that you're making out with your cousin, yeah, monk, is no. not going to play well. Monk, no, nothing to do with the fact he's a monk. Nothing to do with the fact that he's from China. I'm just everyone's yeah. a little queasy about how close <laughs> you've become with your cousin. Are you making out with your own cousin? It's just, it's off-putting. So, uh, But Wendy says we're not going to have an image problem with Shen anymore. anymore. And it, he walks in in a normal shirt and jacket. Yeah, he walks in in normal clothes. Uh, everyone is like, whoa, cool. He says, vote for Wendy. And everyone is like, wow, cool. I will vote for Wendy. No one says, you don't go to this school. <laughs> and you're 28. <laughs> uh, you're 28 years old. Why are you in this He's like, high school? Uh, uh, mandatorily, Wendy's friend is obliged to comment, he went from monk to hunk. So this, again, this is... This is in like direct opposition to the theme of the film know, because all of Wendy's friends only accept Shen when he tur- when he like de-Chinas himself. Yeah. And turns he's like loses all the trappings of China and turns up dressed in Western yeah. clothes and everyone's like, nice, you know, now we will accept Shen. You know, like Wendy's parents felt like they had to do when yeah. when they were growing up. And we just had the scene where they're <laughs> like, let's not do that, that anymore. <laughs> let's not do that anymore. And now, and then, but hang on. Have but you, now we fixed Shen that, by putting him in normal Andy, clothes. have you considered going from monk to hunk? No, you're right. Right. It was all worth it for that line. Yeah. So back at home, Wendy tells Shen that he's super popular at school. And Shen says, it was fun. He says, I've never worn anything except that stupid robe. Which, so now he Shen, hates the robe. Now, now he hates it. Now, he, Shen also hates China. <laughs> What? What are you trying to say, Phil? It's very confusing. But yeah, honestly, one visit to Hollister and he's abandoned his <laughs> yes. his life, his monk his, lifestyle. Yeah, he's like that was stupid. Shen says he remembers Wendy's great grandmother. I'm not surprised. <laughs> she's a one-year-old one memorable one-year-old baby. She almost failed. He says, <laughs> "I'm not surprised." It was one. She was one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we we find out that uh, Shen does recall all these past warriors, and he Wendy seems confused by this concept, even though she already. 
did this past life thing to cheat on a China yeah. exam. She tries to change the, the subject. She says, tell me about your girlfriends. And uh, Shen looks like someone just walked over his grave. Let's talk about something else. Tell me about your girlfriends. You've never had a girlfriend? What's it like being in love? I don't know. I'll tell you when it happens. You and the Austin are not in love? <laughs> Look, Austin's a nice guy, but he's only in love with himself. Then why are you with him? I guess it's because everyone says we look good together. Wendy says that she will make um, Shen cupcakes for his trip home. And he says, I won't be going home. My destiny is to perish during the battle. I must sacrifice myself to save you. It's been this way for over a thousand years. He says this in a really, really chill way. He's kind of like smiling placidly. Yeah. He says, at least I got to be a real teenager for a little while. Yeah, says this 26-year-old man. I would say this too if I wasn't confident of the outcome. Mm -hmm. Because like, if you succeeded... And don't die. Like, wow, we cha- we changed to destiny. Yeah, if you if you don't die, you're like, wow, I'm so strong, I beat destiny. But if you die yeah. in the fight, it's like, ah, oh, well, that was always going to happen. Jen didn't yeah, let it's... us down per se. He has to die yeah. in the fight. Yeah, he is destined to <laughs> himself and trip over and break his own neck. It's, it's, That's all part yeah. of the destiny. It's his destiny to <laughs> his destiny to be stabbed in the back while fleeing the fight. <laughs> It's his destiny to go to Yan Lo the night before the fight and inform on all of his comrades. <laughs> Beg to be spared. I will sell out all the Yin warriors, please. It's his Just spare me. It's his destiny to be caught wearing a Yan Lo t-shirt trying to slit the throats of the Yin warriors the night before the battle. I just discovered Hollister. I can't die now. I can't die now. He also throws in that he's, uh, he eats one of Wendy's cupcakes and he's never had chocolate before. So yeah, in all the monks yeah. don't know what chocolate is. No, not only has he not had chocolate, he doesn't know what it is. He's, again, <laughs> he's not from the past. Just to say, he's just, just to remind you, this Shen was born in like 1986 or something. Again, okay, he can't fly, so presumably he had to travel to a, a major Chinese city, Shanghai. He would have been yeah, offered Beijing. chocolate on the flight. <laughs> yeah, they come around with little chocolates. He's like, what is this? I don't understand. I don't understand and I won't try it. I won't try it. Everybody went in tonight. <laughs> so, cut to a party. A cool teen party. It's Maria's party. Yeah. Um, Wendy's taken Chen. There's definitely been a turning point by this point in the in the movie. Now, Wendy really, really likes Shen. I mean, like, really likes Shen. Because when... Yeah, Ma- like, another girl comes up and yeah. says... Um, it's Maria, Hey, I Wendy, I'm going to... party. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm going to vote for you for homecoming. And then she says to Shen, want to dance? And then Wendy says, oh, actually, we're, t- we're together romantically. <laughs> <laughs> she says... She said, but I thought he was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, so Wendy says, uh, no, we're kind of together. And Maria says, I, I thought you were cousins. <laughs> so, and he's like, oh right uh, you yeah. know what I won't take that dance after all yeah the DJ stops playing <laughs> record scratch <laughs> whole party turns around to look at them sorry I thought you were cousins and so I'm- Wendy's like oh I forgot yes of course go have fun yes, so now I remember Wendy sort of we sits there because seething. of course we're cousins <laughs> because of course she watches Shen dance with the girl um, seething Austin stalks, stalks into the room <laughs> It's long spindly legs. His, his cadaverous pallor. The faint scent of death comes with him. 
his in catonic tones, he says, didn't I tell you to wear the peach colored shirt? Yeah. He's mad. He's furious. So Wendy says that she needs to, she just really needs to spend some time with Shen right now. With her sexual cousin. Austin's annoyed. He says, I'm the boyfriend. Wendy says, look, Austin, you and me, this is just an illusion of the heart, which is something that Shen said earlier in the movie. Uh, and yeah. she dumps his ass. She says that they don't yep. need each other to win homecoming. And Austin is That's like, right. are you breaking up with me? Wendy looks over at her age-inappropriate cousin gyrating on the dance floor and turns back to Austin. I guess I am, she says. I guess I am. On the dance floor, Shen is doing kung fu. He back he backflips into a full splits. And Wendy's like, wow, that's the man for me. The crowd's going wild. Everyone's loving it. Maria kisses Shen, though, yeah. impressed by this. Not on the mouth, but just a sort of like peck on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Wendy storms out of the party furious. As she goes, she tears off the medallion and dumps it on a snack table. Yeah, she throws it into a bowl of nachos. Yeah, and the camera lingers on the face of her friend Tori, whose eyes glow green. That's right, she's been Yan Lo. She's been Yan Lo. So Wendy goes to sit by the pool and be sad and killed by Yan Lo. I don't know why she had to take off the medallion just because she's mad at Shen, but whatever. Then Tori approaches menacingly from behind. So Wendy's sad and she says to Tori, look, I've got a lot going on right now. Um, Before Shen came, all that mattered was becoming homecoming queen, but it's all different now. We can talk about anything, right, Tori? She turns and Tori is holding the green orb (laughs) next to her face, absorbing her face meat. So Wendy is transfixed by the green orb. Shen takes a break from being the new popular kid to realise that Wendy's Mm -hmm. not wearing her medallion. Where is she? Wendy's other friend picked the medallion up out of the chip bowl and said, this isn't a weird chip. (laughs) And that's when Shen sees it and he's like, he sees the soul-sucking orb. He runs and (laughs) does a huge Liu Kang bicycle kick across the swimming pool into Tori. He leaps from one side of the pool over to the other side of the pool. Mid-air kicks the ball out of Tori's hand and like takes out Tori. No one... Yeah, he sweeps her leg. None of the other kids react. In shot... Yeah, they don't react to this 26-year-old man who doesn't go to their school. Leaping kicking, clean kicking across the Tori. swimming pool into Tori. Kicking her into a pool. I would say there are upwards of... Well, there's probably like... 30 or 40. I think there's about 60 teens okay, in this scene. Even more. And they do not even turn their heads when this happens. Tori crashes into the pool. The, uh, the orb lands in it too, and the water starts boiling. Yeah, like in Gremlins when they drop a gremlin in. But Peter sees this and he thinks that it's a hot tub. And he says, wow, a huge hot tub. And he jumps in and then everyone jumps in. He jumps in fully clothed. Many other people follow him. Um, Their skin all sort of like sloughs off their body. (laughs) They thrash and and scream as the orb strips their bones. (laughs) More gremlins bubble out of their backs. Yeah. No. Uh, This might be a good time to finish my training, says Wendy. And her and Shen flee. So... Jessica runs up to the side of the pool to take a photo of Tori, wet and humiliated. But as she takes a photo on this sort of old old school digital camera, the photo on the little LCD screen becomes that of Yan Lo. Yeah. And she is possessed via the camera. Yeah, Jessica is now the vessel for Yan Lo. And will remain so for a long time. Mm-hmm. Training. Yeah, back in the park. This is going to take up a very long stretch of the movie. I don't know how into it we need to get because it's basically the same thing happens like four times. Yeah. So should we should we sort of say broadly what happens? Okay, so there are four so you remember the four metal animals from the start. Who could forget? They represent the four skills that Wendy needs to learn. The tiger for aggression, the snake for flexibility, the leopard for speed, and the crane for balance. But there's also another one 
dragon for invincibility. <laughs> yeah, Shin it says, doesn't re- Shin says, and the dragon for invincibility. I would focus on the dragon if I yeah. <laughs> I think you can probably avoid the other ones. You can be as slow and inflexible as you like <laughs> if you're invincible, can't you? Yeah, like the T-1000. Yeah, you can just sit there eating a bowl of chips while Yanlo wails yeah. on oh, you. Yanlo wears himself out <laughs> punching you. Yeah. And then when he dies of exhaustion, you step on his neck. I'm not kidding, but like this, this thing about the dragon... It's not mentioned again at any point, right? No, he goes dragon for invincibility and shows her a tattoo of a dragon. She's like, nice. But why does he have the tattoo? I mean, he's he's got it and he's destined to die in every fight. He is the most vincible person around. He's died a thousand times. He's destined to die. Anyway, fine. Yeah, so the dragon invincible thing doesn't come up again for some reason. Fine. Um, so, yeah, so Shen is like... And now the ancient old man ghosts will appear to teach you. And Wendy says, uh, I can't be seen fighting some old guy in a park. Yeah, people might look yeah, around. People might look around. extraordinary. So Shen says, well, what about this? Fight your teachers in a park. And she's like, no problem with that. No problem at all. And in fact, when she does fight her teachers in a park, nobody looks around. There are people just yeah. going about their day. So to be clear, listener, what is happening is Shen, during the training, every time Wendy finishes a, a task, he will then, I don't know, get on his scooter, drive over to school, wordlessly mouth at a teacher until they become possessed and then teleport them over to the park where each of Wendy's teachers will become the teacher for that new skill. Yes. I probably didn't explain that very well, but the the upshot is... It's like, okay, just imagine a teacher being at school and then they look down at their desk and there's a little metal figure there and then they look up and they see Shen. Shen does some chanting and suddenly they are like possessed by an ancient monk. And teach Wendy so like, a new skill. So like her soccer coach is teaching her the flexibility of the snake. So she's doing all this like jumping around and stuff. Another teacher is doing like Shaolin soccer stuff yep. um, to teach her how to block things. It, it goes on for ages. They have like quite a good fight with some bow staff. It's all very wushu. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. All the fights are brilliant. So where this ends is all four teachers plus Shen attacking Wendy in the park with staff weapons. <laughs> yep. Well, <laughs> they were... <laughs> oh yeah, this is better. If they, At least if they were monks, it would look like they were doing a martial art, you know? Whereas yeah. it just looks like all these adults are killing Wendy Wu. But what, what's so great about this whole scene yeah. is that it's in a very public park. There are absolutely loads of people in the loads background of, of every shot. There's loads of people in the background of every shot of this film and no one will look. No, <laughs> no one, one will, will look or do head. anything. Sir, if you'll turn your head 90 degrees, <laughs> you'll you will see the most amazing kung fu shit you've ever seen. Uh, I don't think I shall. Um, no, so, I Wendy is initially floored in this fight by a, a big puff of chalk, but under Shen's cruel tutelage, she combines everything that she learned, uh, and with also yeah. awesome slow-mo flips and wire work, she kicks all the teacher's asses at once. There's a really good bit where she collects all their staffs together, like in her arm, and then pole vaults on one and runs along all the teachers kicking. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's really good. It's she really does a pole-assisted multi-kick, shatters these poles, pushes them all onto a bench, and Shen is like, you have now become a yin warrior. And she says, come on, Shen, let's celebrate with your first cappuccino. And he says, I don't know what that is, but I hope it's chocolate. And they run away. Yeah. Grandma was watching it all from a park bench, <laughs> approvingly. <laughs> Grandma, the only person in the park to be watching. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wendy gets a call later from Tori and Lisa. They're on the homecoming committee and they give Wendy the nod that dun, 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 she's won. That's right. Homecoming she's queen. She's won the vote. Wendy turns to Shen and says, it's all because of you. And then she says, hey, Shen. Why don't you be my date? <laughs> I know I why. I can think of one reason, Wendy. <laughs> I, you I know why. Everyone is your cousin. It will be social death when you start making out with him on the dance. 
But he says he can't go because he's got an appointment at the same time. And she's like, oh yeah, what's that? And he's like dying in combat to Yenlo. <laughs> dying in mortal combat with Yenlo. Like, he's going to do a fatality on me. So, so, so then Wendy is like, hang on, we've not really talked about this, but this upcoming fated battle, when exactly is it? How many days? A couple. Shen! Tomorrow? It's tomorrow? Please tell me it's not during homecoming. I'm gonna go get another one of this. Get back here! You knew the whole time that it was gonna happen during homecoming, didn't you? Why didn't you tell me? I was afraid you wouldn't train. So, the brutal news. Wendy stomps off, hurt by this betrayal. And this the savage revelation that the battle to determine whether humankind survives or is doomed in a plague of earthquakes and locusts clashes with homecoming. Clashes with her homecoming. Nightmare of nightmares. This is going to be the the next sort of 15 minutes, I would say, of the movie is going to be Wendy steadfastly (laughs) refusing to do battle with Yan Lo because she wants to go to homecoming. Wants to go to the dust. And it's just, the rest... The next 15 minutes is just various people coming up to Wendy saying, Wendy, please, please fight Yanlo. Locusts will consume the earth. And she's like, no, this is my night. <laughs> no, it's my special day. My special princess. But Wendy, there won't Wendy, be an earth to have homecoming in. Wendy are partially consumed by locusts. <laughs> Wendy. A swarm of locusts carry her out of the room. No, I'm homecoming queen. Wendy, lakes of fire will erupt. No, it's my special day. Wendy, Yan Lo is doing fatalities on all the teachers. I don't care. So outside outside the museum, we see Jessica magically appeared. It seems that the silent evil zombie force of Yan Lo that possesses her has got her dressed in all black. Yeah, um, that's what Yan Lo likes. Yeah, so, and then hilariously, Jessica opens her ma- mouth and a loud monstrous roar comes out. Uh, <laughs> the sky darkens ominously. Yeah. Jessica moves in a cloud of green gas into the back room of the museum and speaks to the terracotta warriors. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Lord of Darkness commands you to awaken, she says in a a deep and modified voice, and they come to life. Do you know when the Terracotta Warriors were discovered? Uh, No. Uh, (laughs) So obviously they were originally buried with the Emperor of the Qin Dynasty, but they were rediscovered in the modern era in 1974. (laughs) They were buried in the burial ground. Right. Uh, Some some farmers discovered it digging a well, so presumably... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Presumably the previous <laughs> battles against Yan Lo and his terracotta army happened in uh, happened in underground. A, happened underground or, in a or were quite straightforward for the Yin warrior because Yan Lo was like, I summoned my eight terracotta warrior. Oh now I remember. They're buried. Oh, yeah, under- I can't get out. Yeah. They're buried. We're under- down in the in the earth. Could- we can sort of walk around <laughs> down here. Sort of hear a kind of a low thumping from deep beneath the ground. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, eventually it stops. <laughs> well, kind of maybe that's what. Like, oh, oh, bollocks! <laughs> well, maybe that's why they had to send a one-year-old baby down. It was anything small enough? To- baby could fit into the tomb <laughs> to get into the tomb entrance. <laughs> They like, loaded down on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> or were they... De- yeah. 
Yeah. So it literally, <laughs> they, there was like a kind of an underground cave they could stamp around in, but that's pretty much it. I'm really enjoying the image of a one-year-old baby having a like a cramped confines <laughs> with eight terracotta warriors who can't yeah. really swing their weapons. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So that's the security guard here's chanting Yan Lo Yan Lo. Mm-hmm. He goes to investigate and he finds the warriors in a circle around Jessica, stamping their weapons into the ground. In her room at home, Wendy's getting ready for homecoming. She's wearing <laughs> an atrocious pink and orange dress. Yep. She's doing her uh, makeup. Gran comes in. <laughs> yeah. Grandma comes in with her mother's garments to wear for her battle. It's a baby onesie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's got a duck on it. <laughs> It's not. It's no, like some, it's, it's a Chinese dress, yeah. like uh, f- like Mulan would wear. Yeah, so she brings it in and says, like, okay, I brought you this to wear for your battle. And then she pauses and says, why are you wearing that? And Wendy breaks the news that she's decided to go to homecoming instead of saving humanity from a lake of fire and yeah. locusts. And Grandma is like, Gran- oh, I see, and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, Wendy says, I'm sorry if you're mad at me, but becoming a homecoming queen is all I ever wanted. Nobody asked me if I wanted to be a yin warrior or to stop the famine death plague. <laughs> Grandma's like, don't worry about me being mad at you, Wendy. Soon I'll be consumed by locusts. <laughs> I'll be skeletonized by locusts. So. Minutes, locusts will consume all of us. So. And then Wendy makes the very good point. So what if evil takes over the world's evil already? How about that? I hate it when she does that to me. Well, it's not going to work. Battle evil on the most important day of my life. Get real. So what if evil takes over? The world's already evil. It's my crown and I'm going to wear it tonight. Evil can wait. So in the basement of the museum, Shen stands in front of Jessica and her terracotta army of eight soldiers. Um, Jessica says, alone, your yin warrior has betrayed you. But Shen says, I have the will of many. I hope it's enough to beat these guys. And then he charges at Jessica and she kicks him hard. Kicks him easily. And then the warriors all start wailing on him with staffs. And they have a pretty sick Kung Fu fight. Oh man, it's it's so good. It's like, this is, and you know, because Wendy's not there, this isn't even the main fight. Yeah. But it's so good. Like, despite all of the, like, enormous story problems it causes having actual terracotta warriors be in this scene. Yes. Watching Shen fight eight, guys stuntmen dressed as terracotta warriors is like visually really striking and super cool they're like go they're like ancient chinese golems versus liu kang from mortal kombat it's the perfect setting for well as well this museum back room because it's like it's got these really really it's an incredibly high ceilinged room and it's got these really really high shelves full of artifacts that like everyone is sort of wireworks scampering up and like leaping down yeah. again and swinging through in between and sort of punching each Shen other through. Shen gets kicked into a box full of fireworks for some reason, yeah, but they, they all, all explode. Yeah, like everyone's being kicked into crates nonstop. It's it's so it's badass. It's really good. It's really good. At home, like Wendy is, she's having a photo taken to go off to the prom, but all her teachers turn up, the ones who are possessed by monks. Yeah. And they say, why aren't you going and having the climactic battle? And she says, because homecoming. Yeah. But then they drop the bombshell that Shen is there fighting alone. And Wendy is like, oh my God, I must go help. Back at the museum, so many antiques are being destroyed. Wendy's like, he went to fight alone. Yes, Wendy, he went alone. Like, Yes, obviously, Wendy. That's what he said was going to happen. Where did you think he... This is... Obviously, Wendy, this is a dereliction of duty. 
There's an argument to say that this is Shen's fault because this is a massive failure of communication. This should have been like, yes. hello, Wendy. At this time, there will be a decisive battle for the face of Earth. I plan <laughs> <Yeah>. on being there. <laughs> I'm going to be there just so that we don't all get skeletonized by locusts. to let you know, I will be there for sure. Yeah. I hope I you would come. love it. I would love it if you love were there if too. You were there. If homecoming's more that important, would be that's your ideal. journey. But just so you know, I of course will be doing my best to defeat Yanlo. Yeah. If you're not there, I will. I mean, I'm destined to die anyway. But I will die a lot more quickly if you're not there. Yeah. Probably. Probably. So in a way, just it's FYI. better if you don't show up. It might be yeah. more <laughs> from my, from my perspective. Yeah. yeah. So back in the battle, Shen is fighting bravely and awesomely, but he keeps getting slammed hard into crates. Eventually, <laughs> Jessica intervenes and easily kicks his ass. Yeah. The time for evil has finally come! Stop! Evil must face the force of the leopard! The snake! The crane! The tiger! And the yin warrior! Jessica? Why didn't you guys tell me it was her? I would have been here yesterday. About 10 minutes ago would have been nice too. Movie, big idiots! <laughs> so Wendy leaps into battle. Yeah, Wendy <laughs> Wendy sees that it's Jessica and says, oh nice, I've been waiting to beat her up. Brilliant. And then she goes, move, you big idiots! Hiya! <laughs> and kicks <laughs> out of all of the terracotta warriors. Yeah. And it rules. She says, Shen, are you all right? And Shen says, I'm not too crazy about the pain, which is a good line. <laughs> So, uh, they, yeah, they, they all fight. The teachers are all fighting alongside Wendy. It's tricky. You know what? This is a tough recap because 100% the thing that this movie does best is the thing that there's really, like, we can't really recap because, like, we would yeah. have to go blow by blow everything that happens. You just have, like, there's wall running. Shen is sliding under tables and flipping over them. Jessica and Wendy fight one-on-one. -on -one. It's amazing. The only problem with this scene is that it is somewhat undercut by the fact that in several of the more acrobatic shots... Mm -hmm. Brenda Song is suddenly replaced with a muscular grown man in a wig. <laughs> and wearing the dress. Wearing the dress. And it wouldn't be so bad, but they've chosen to make these bits slow-mo. So you can see, for instance, that, that this guy has quite a lot of stubble and also you can see his nipples. <laughs> like, yeah, the prom dress is quite low, it has a low-cut decolletage. Low and he's, you know, yeah. he's just like a, a sort of shredded he's stunt guy. So his nipples are just poking out the top of this dress. He's doing mid-air cartwheels, which, you know, yeah. isn't the best for keeping your dress in yeah. place. So, you know, he's just like cartwheeling around. <laughs> in, if it yeah. wasn't slow-mo, it would be fine. But there you go. But yeah. it that's is... The, that's the price you pay for how much it rules. The thing is, though, like, Brenda Song is doing loads of these stunts. It's only the really, like bonkers stuff where I was, they... was going to say there are like there are shots of Brenda Song doing actual martial arts yeah, and she she looks really good doing it she's got like a, an amazing high kick it all looks like really solid action movie martial arts stuff yeah she did a she did a great job this yes Brenda Song you kicked ass in this movie so um however grandma comes in to the fight she's there yeah she says to Wendy I knew you'd make the right choice now put on my mother's clothes and finish the fight. So Wendy, I guess, spends all five minutes putting this. <laughs> there is okay. So it's got it's an elaborate dress. She's, she, yeah, she's in an elaborate dress, and the new dress doesn't look that quick to put on either. And it's got like trousers and then yeah. an over piece. Wendy sort of yeah. nods significantly, and then it, I think it kind of crossfades to her in the new dress, and Yanlo yeah. obligingly waits. 
Yeah, for her to get dressed. <laughs> it offers no kind of tactical advantage over the prom dress, really. No, but I um, guess, you know, moral. Yeah. I don't know. Some kind of, it gives her spirit. It yeah, it's, her. it's embracing her Chinese heritage. So they fight one-on-one. Inspired, the teachers deploy their best moves against the warriors, their ultimate attacks. And yep. the warriors explode into terracotta shards. Yeah, this is going to be an international incident with the Chinese government. All of these terracotta warriors are being well, smashed. Well, you know what? Maybe they should have been shipped with labels. Yeah, and in a box. <laughs> I just dropped off by Uber Eats. Yeah. So Jessica and Wendy's battle moves to the top of the archives and then down again. There's wire work out the wazoo. They run towards each other mm-hmm. and they do that thing where they kick each other and over and over again in the air in slow-mo. Yeah, Wendy's using all the skills she learned in the park. Yep. Um, she climbs a shelf for no reason using her climbing skills. She balances on a Buddha statue for, again, no reason. Jessica charges at Wendy, but then with a determined expression, Wendy summons a Hadouken... Kamehameha yeah. wave of golden light. Which she was never taught by anyone. It was instinctual. It's instinctive. And fires it into Jessica. Yeah. Yan Lo explodes out of Jessica's body and disintegrates. Everybody yeah. bows. Everyone bows to Wendy. Yeah. Jessica is confused as to what's going on. Wendy says to her, I don't even care about being homecoming queen. You'd better hurry if you're going to get that crown. Thanks, says Jessica, and leaves the movie. <laughs> yeah, Jessica's like, I wonder what I'm doing. What am I doing? You know what? Okay, you wake up in like a warehouse. Yeah. Your homecoming rival is there. Four of your teachers. I would assume I'd been kidnapped by Wendy and four of the teachers for some reason are in on it. Yeah. And they were going to torture me to death in this warehouse. There's no other conclusion to draw. Anyway, it seems like everything's fine. But then the shattered pieces of Terracotta Warrior form up into a Mega Warrior. Into a big Terracotta thing. Jen says, I was was wondering wondering why why I survived survived this time. (laughs) (laughs) Which... Which is great. He's oh. like, oh, oof. I was worried for a second. I didn't die. Yeah, for a minute I thought but I now, wouldn't get to be murdered in battle. <laughs> when do this, I get to die at Yan Lo's hands? <laughs> I, I think this is a slight misstep in the movie because that really felt like a satisfying... Yes. It's a long fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has a satisfying conclusion with Wendy harnessing all the things she's ever learned and then also on top using her instinctual understanding of like the generations that have gone before her and like the Chinese culture that she has now embraced. She does a big Hadouken and wins the fight. And you're like, wow, that was satisfying and good. And then they're like, oh, second health bar, second form. Do it again. A bit more. A bit more. What if we did it twice? Yeah. You're like, well, I guess we could do it twice. It sort of lessens the impact of the first one. Yeah. All right, fine. We're doing it again. (laughs) So um, the The big terracotta man is is fighting everyone now. This is the first time Yan Lo has shown up in person, says Shen. He's getting his ass kicked. And then he says, it's destiny, Wendy. You must let me go. Uh, he's sort of just dying of his uh, terracotta injuries. Wendy looks over to Grandma and says, "What do I do?" And Grandma says, "Everything you have learned," which is vague. And she's like, "But she, kno- she knows big <laughs> she, she knows exactly how to interpret this. She floats in the air with her arms out and shoots golden beams out of her body at Yanlo. Yeah, Yanlo drops Shen. She catches Shen. He is dead. But is there anything that Wendy can do?
so the two of them, what happened there, what you didn't see, is that Wendy does some healing magic on uh, Shen's heart, which restarts. Yeah. Uh, he comes back to life. And then the two of them team up and double team Yan Lo with big flying kicks. Yeah. Uh, it explodes all of the green out of him. The terracotta warrior is smashed again. Uh, Mum's exhibition is f***ed and she's probably going to jail. For sure. Um, but... You change destiny because Yan Lo has been destroyed forever, the teachers tell Wendy. And she did it by something mightier than anything we could ever teach. Mm -hmm. True sacrifice for the world and a friend. What was sacrificed? Homecoming. (laughs) Oh, okay. None of the the previous Yin warriors ever had their battle clash with a homecoming (laughs) dance and a solo cover. They never had anything as as important as 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 a homecoming dance. We're talking about a solo cup of non-alcoholic punch. And the chance to wear a plastic crown and have everyone take yeah. your picture. We're talking about everybody shuffling to LMFAO. Yeah, every previous Yin warrior, this was a, just a free day in their calendar. Yeah. This is like, oh yeah, perfect, good. Whereas Wendy... Wendy's, has- Wendy's given up something truly great. Truly great. The chance to be homecoming queen. A net of balloons falling on her as she's given a plastic also, crown. she is homecoming queen because the votes have been counted. Yeah. Like, you can't, I don't understand why she says to Jessica, you go, get go to crown. Go to homecoming and tell them that I said it's cool if you're homecoming just to, queen. Just to humiliate her because she knows Jessica's going to go and Jessica's going to be like, oh, here we go. And then they're going to say, okay, so the votes say that Wendy is homecoming queen. She's not here. So we'll give her a crown tomorrow at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll run her up, yeah. Jessica. Jessica, would you like to say a few Jessica. words about your failure? Yeah. Good. Um, so yeah, the, the sacrifice was made. What about me, says Shen? This will be your last life, say the teacher monks. Ouch. <laughs> no more reincarnation for Shen. No. That's it. He's happy about this, though. He's like, oh, good. I can't wait to die forever. Die forever. Yeah, that terrifies me now. Um, So he can... The monk spirits float out of the teachers. They say, where are we? And Grandma says, we're all on the way to my place for mooncakes. And the teachers are mollified by this. Yeah, says the elderly Chinese woman they presumably never met. The the, the teachers are like, well, I've come to with internal bleeding in a warehouse. And this Chinese woman is talking to me about mooncakes. Mooncakes. So, yeah, Uh I'm mollified. And they all leave. Yeah. Shen says, I hate mooncakes. I've been eating them for a thousand (laughs) years. Let's get a cappuccino. And they run in the other direction. The camera lingers on the totally destroyed museum. Credits. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wendy's mum is the US is going to have to make an example of them of her to mend diplomatic yeah. relations with China ordinarily you being an American citizen we wouldn't think of extraditing you but in this but unfortunately you're being extradited to, to Beijing it's so important that we will face trial <laughs> we have to maintain I'm sorry yeah. oh it's nuts yeah yeah, so she's she's absolutely they the Chinese government sent her eight terracotta warriors and she smashed everyone. <laughs> it all got smashed twice over. Also, every <laughs> other artifact got smashed. It will look as if Wendy's mum picked up a terracotta warrior and threw it into another artifact. <laughs> and then it would look like she went down there with a sledgehammer and systematically destroyed everything. Yeah, and didn't just like destroy all the artifacts but like destroy the museum it's like everything's pushed over all of the yeah everyone everyone leaves no one's like back to my place for mooncakes so the next the next scene if this film were to continue is wendy's mum arriving at work the next day (laughs) yeah right going down to the basement Well, hang on and didn't we see the we saw the security guy going up and seeing all of the terracotta warriors come to life and then we, nothing more happens to him, so presumably he, no, he ran, ran to call the police. So I think 
Wendy's mum will be arrested in the night. Yeah, she'll be dragged from her bed, <laughs> put into a Black Hawk helicopter. It's a diplomatic thing at this point. It's like our ha- Washington's hands are tied. Yeah. Bush would love to intervene, but there's too much, there's riding, too much on riding on this. Yeah, there's too, I'm sorry. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Mrs. Wu. <laughs> sorry, Mrs. You're going Wu. Away for a long You're going to have to take the fall for this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, so that's Wendy that Wu, homecoming Wendy warrior. Wu. Um, a difficult one to handle on this podcast because it does a lot of stuff unbelievably well but that's not the stuff that you can really showcase properly in a podcast i would encourage everyone to go and watch some of the fights just skip to the end just watch the final fight it's awesome it kicks ass kicks ass terracotta warriors fighting in a museum basement it doesn't kick ass like for a decom it kicks ass just generally like just generally like in any in a in a theatrically released movie, you would say, "Wow, there were some good action scenes." Yeah, fun Jackie Chan stunt team style fight scenes. Yeah. Really good stuff. That's good stuff. But also, it tries to introduce these themes of uh, immigrants embracing their cultural heritage, yeah. and but then doesn't. No, but that, yeah, that whole stuff about I want us to be a Chinese American family is never picked up on again. No, the whole bit, the whole bit where he's like. Ah, oh, mooncakes have made me realise how important my culture is. The film literally ends with one of the main characters saying, I hate mooncakes. I hate them. And then I hate them <laughs> and I hate my monk clothes. Let's go get a cappuccino. I've gone from monk to monk. And credits. Let's, let's go and get a good drink like a cappuccino. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what, what it's trying to say, really. I, uh, I don't know. I guess what it's trying to say is, I wish we hadn't made all of those training scenes in the park take up such a huge amount of the runtime. Yeah. Because there's no time for anything else. But yeah, still an enjoyable film. Yeah. Um, I hope the writer managed to put aside five or so pages yeah, for, the, for their next, for the next project. project. Yeah. Brenda Song's great. She is um, really charismatic. Really good. Great lead. The fight scenes are amazing. Yeah. Um, the whole cast is, is good. Let's sh- shout out Shen, who was clearly cast for his martial arts prowess. Uh, yeah, the actor Shin Koyamada um, is a, a Japanese actor. Okay. Not Chinese. So, not Chinese. Again, not, not great Disney. The brother character, Peter, is a Korean-American. Um, you might recognise him from the Twilight films. Uh, oh, really? I did not recognise him from the Twilight films. I should watch the Twilight films again. Yeah, he plays Eric uh, Yorkie, oh. who is a sort of um, rival for Bella's affections. Oh, okay. Yeah. But not one of the main two? No. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's not great, is it? Nope. But, again, yeah, again, <laughs> one in one column, one in another. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's Wendy Wu, really, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Andy, can I read you an email? Please do. Okay, uh, this comes via Olivia. It's to do with nutcrackers. Sure. Olivia writes, The very idea of a sexual nutcracker is horrifying to me. You could have ended the email there, Olivia, but Olivia (laughs) continues for the following reason. I'm half German, and one of the first toys I remember owning as a toddler was a nutcracker from my German grandparents. It had wide, angry eyes and gnashing teeth, which were constantly bared. The sound of its jaws clacking shut made me contemplate mortality for the first time in my life. (laughs) Oh my God. I had to have it in my bedroom, which caused me to have recurring nightmares about its mouth opening ever wider, sucking all existence into its maw like a small wooden Kirby. Wow. Roughly 30 years later, I still cannot imagine something I would less like to put my own mouth on. Did you fancy it? (laughs) Well, I mean, needless to say. It's the question. Needless to say. (laughs) Big into it, (laughs) for sure. Thank you, Olivia, for that. Thanks, by the way, also everyone, and I mean everyone, because I think every single person listening to this emailed us to tell us that silent auctions do work like that in the US, actually. Yeah. Which, I mean... Seems bad. Seems bad. All I would say is, fine, do silent auctions however you want, but maybe consider this podcast a sort of free uh, 
tip on a, on another good way to do a silent auction. Yeah. Maybe if you can't see what everyone's put, <laughs> then, you know, it can be... It would, it would be better. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but, you know, as people pointed out, it, it does drive the prices up more because people do put like one cent more than the last one and it just <laughs> it just kind of goes up and up and up. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. What, what, and you know what I do know is I don't want to read any more emails about silent auctions, <laughs> please. And thank you. We have had many, have had so many, thank you many, for many. everyone who sent them in. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, I would love to hear your thoughts on Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Um, I think especially I would be keen to hear if you happen to be from a Chinese-American family and you happened to watch Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, at the time it was released. I would be... Yeah, I am genuinely interested yeah. to hear uh, if people considered it to be a good example of representation at the time or if they felt that this was a misstep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get in touch with us. You can email the podcast at mumcantcookpod at gmail. Dot com. We also have merch. We have new merch. Fresh merch. Great. Fresh new merch. Yeah. Go to bonesforbowser.com. Uh-huh. Or if you don't want to, go to that because it's not safe for work. Um, <laughs> go to mumcantcookstore.com and check out our new designs. We've got they're they're cool. There's a what looks to yeah. be like Bigfoot one. And there's Yeah, we've got an air it oh, shirt. An air and it a, shirt. Uh, we've got a t-shirt underscore not final.png shirt. We, as long as it's a steamboat willy hand, we can probably get away with like merch of a big stick with a we, Mickey Mouse glove. We can get away with a t-shirt of steamboat willy with a, <laughs> a speech bubble saying get in the car, Michael. Could it be Oh yeah. Could it be steamboat willy holding a large stick with a Mickey Mouse glove on the end? Yeah. And he's doing a line of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we can do what we all, want with Steamboat Willie. All is all, all nice and legal. Okay. And Oswald, the lucky rabbit. Uh, I'm less He's in there too. It feels less transgressive, doesn't it, to do like controversial yeah. Oswald shirts. That's why you can do you can do whatever you want to Oswald. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you enjoyed this and you don't want to wait another fortnight, if you if, if over the Christmas break, because we took a little break for, for New Year's, if you were like, man, I really couldn't bear to wait this long for more Mum yeah, I wish I had more episodes. I wish I had more episodes. Then you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait this long ever again because you can go to patreon.com forward slash extra helpings and you can sign up to our Patreon, which gets you every fortnight a bonus episode of the podcast where we're recapping the 1999 Disney Channel original TV show, So Weird. It's really fun. There's a big old backlog now for you to chew through. It's a great time. That URL one more time is patreon.com forward slash extra helpings. Andy. Yes. You know what I'm going to ask you now. Okay. <laughs> what decom should we do next? The decom we will be doing next, Luke, is 2003's Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Yes. Nice. A great, oh, uh, great one. It's, about, it's got sports. It's got cooking. Yep, I will now read you the description. Oh, yes, please. Eddie Ogden, a baseball prodigy with a knack for the culinary arts, surprises everyone when he enters a major cooking competition on the same day as his team's playoff game. With Eddie spending more time in the kitchen than on the field, he starts striking out with his friends and even with his own father. Will he be able to fulfil his obligation to the team and still be true to himself? Well, Uh, Luke, Luke, I asked you a question. If I'm putting money on it, I would say that's how the film will present it. Yeah. That he will do that. Um, my memory of this one is that it's a real bad decom dad. 
like <laughs> oh, real, oh yeah pre, maybe a real primo bad decom dad yeah one for the bad dad mount rushmore oh yeah i think yeah along with the so but yeah dad. i remember this being yeah. a fun one so hopefully yeah, yeah i'm i'm not making that I'm up just remembering it <laughs> we'll have yeah. a great time okay andy unfortunately i don't think we kept this one under two hours but i wasn't expecting that i would have so much fun counting back the years to try and figure out yeah. how old the last Yin Warrior was. Just imagine the one-year-old baby Yin Warrior pinwheeling around inside the necropolis down there while the terracotta warriors don't do anything. Yeah. While yeah. they struggle to sort of move their spears. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So that's fun. Okay. Thanks, everyone. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Come back in 90 years uh, for our next episode. Yep on wendy Wu, we'll do it again in 90 years time um should be a good should be a good one should be good I've, I've got a i'm not i'm not sure we managed it this time but i feel like in 90 years we're really gonna nail it yeah um and hey i survived this podcast ah well we've changed destiny it's not over yet is it no it's actually not i mean over the, yet, is it i mean the outro music started yeah. but that doesn't mean it's actually oh no an anvil locust an, an anvil covered with a locust locusts. anvil yeah the anvil yeah. burst open revealing locust yeah well it was his it was his destiny everyone luke is dead now yeah. Destiny. Go team. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you in 90 years. See you in 90 years.